0: Oh, now! We go. Uh, oh.
1: Welcome to the reboot of the revamp of the reimagining of the Monday show. Now, with the new brand name, the Guest Spotlight, like, we didn't cancel. ABC picks us up because we were on Fox, especially because of the Disney bio. Yeah, but now, ah, wow. uh, you stumbled into my introduction. Well, this new format is going to be like a totally improvised thing, but still we're going to talk about some themes. Like we're going to talk about Deadpool and how Troy had an orgasm watching Deadpool. And we're going to talk about the divisiveness of the solo movie. Divisiveness?
2: That movie is shit. That movie is
1: so shit. It's not divisive.
2: It's just a bad film. It's a lazy fan film. It's garbage.
1: And Morgan is
2: in the chat. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Sorry, Troy. That's
2: row one. The fan film, no, that was row no, one. Not even yes. close. Yes. No. Yes. 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 You yes. are insane. Uh-huh. But no, why don't why don't uh, we do some introductions? So, as always, um my name is Troy Loxton. You can find me on Twitter at Troy Loxton. In the description, you can find the links to our wonderful guests. Today, joining us, we have um two guys that you guys have seen on the channel before uh not totally new faces mr nolan <laughs> dean and brandon Hanna, the pillow lover um What's got throw up? In I, lo-
3: I love my wangers pillow now available on tpublic.com
4: <laughs> <laughs> um it like, looks like it would haunt my nightmares <laughs>
2: instead of counting sheep to go to bed brandon just thinks about copster and cody and (laughs) just sits there (laughs) but no but no let's let's jump right into it guys um i want to start with just some movie news because i know um, nolan and i were really excited about this this was something that really it it changed my day when it came out like i was so happy um spider-man homecoming rumor has it i'm gonna quote that rumor because obviously it hasn't been officially confirmed Mm -hmm. um Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal, one of the underrated best actors working today, working as Mysterio. Um, let's get into it, man. Like Brandon Raul, what's your guys' thoughts? Uh,
3: I I'm excited for it. Um, I'm not a huge um, Spider-Man fan, so I don't know all that much about Mysterio. But you put Jake Gyllenhaal in any role, and I'll watch
2: it. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, like, it's 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 surreal to me his his filmography because if you watch it, like maybe his first three films are mediocre. After that, he every role he brings, he's not Jake Gyllenhaal, and he he's a chameleon in his roles. It, it I'm so excited. So I'm
1: su- excited. I'm surprised after Nightcrawler that he's choosing this.
4: This is. I will explain that to you right after you give your thoughts. Uh, Yeah,
1: because I think that maybe I I have a thing that where they're going with the character, even though I don't know a lot from Spider-Man, but still, I would like to have seen, oh, that would be beautiful. That thing that I imagine that he's really... He's really he killed J. Jonah Jameson and he's like in, in the mysterious custom in the Daily Bugle and his real identity is Lou Bloom. This is a nightcrawler sequel.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I, I would hate that, but I don't I don't think they will. Um... sorry,
1: Troy. Remember in our show I have pitched like four different Nightcrawler sequels That's because true. I want to know more about that character. I, that character
2: has to be analyzed. Has to be a, a film class. I'm torn though. I'm torn because as much as I would love to see another Nightcrawler film, that movie's perfect. That is one of the mm-hmm. best films, and I would hate, I would hate to see them screw it up with Wait. a sequel. You know.
3: So isn't it uh, Riz Ahmed that that um is plays that supporting role in Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: yeah. And he's also, he's
2: also in Venom. So yeah. like
3: so did he fake his death and um all of a sudden <laughs> is working with the symbiote now?
2: Well, maybe the symbiote saved his life. Or well, maybe Ooh. his his twin brother.
4: I have been dying to chat about Mysterio for so, so freaking long. So
2: let's let's yes. do it Nolan. Yes. I want your thoughts. We have many to I'll do this yet. Yeah, let's do it.
4: Okay, so uh, Raul, I think you're going to like the idea of Mysterio because you're a big Wizard of Oz fan, and that's kind uh-huh. of what Mysterio is. He's Quentin Beck. He was this like special effects Hollywood wizard who could never make it into the spotlight, and one time he gets fired off a movie set, and he uses his like talent with special effects to create illusions that mess with Spider-Man's head. He even pretended to be him at one point, and I think the great thing about Mysterio is that you have so much visual potential to do with this character, and they better have the freaking fishbowl head. If they do not have the fishbowl head for Mysterio well, in this movie, I will and, riot.
2: And you saw that picture by Boss Logic, right? The one that he yeah. did with Jake. That looked awesome. That looked really good.
4: Yeah, and just like... Um, with Jake Gyllenhaal's casting, you, you look at him in like Nightcrawler, that is Quentin Beck right there. like This sort of creepy... Loner guy, but the thing about Mysterio that works for him that I hope the movie remembers is that Unlike the vulture, Mysterio is not a character that you try and make grounded and realistic because the best thing about him is like his theatricality he's always putting on like a performance for everything and I, I Would describe him sort of as like um I know Morgan Robinson's in the chat He would like this uh, Mysterio is kind of like a Vincent Price kind of character very theatrical he loves to make a big scene of things Oh,
1: now more had an orgasm.
4: Yep. So think like, <laughs> think like the Wizard of Oz crossed mm-hmm. with like an extraterrestrial kind of guy. Because like all the stuff I've seen with Mysterio is he's usually pretending to be an alien invader. So they have got a really interesting angle. They can go with that. And the thing that um, I-, I saw a rumor about this, apparently he's not going to be a special effects wizard in this movie, but they want him to be like a failed magician. Sort of like a oh Chris Angel God, or God. or a David Blaine kind of guy, and I can see Jake Gyllenhaal nailing that.
1: Mm. That's amazing. That's Jake. A- oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, like a Chris Angel dropout, that will be hilarious.
2: <laughs> also, <laughs> also, I do want to just quickly cool. say, for and anyone,
1: may- uh, imagine a commercial of Jake Gyllenhaal with the emo hair, like says, my freak. free," and then <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. then Tom Holland saying the commercial was like.
2: Oh, skip that. I do, do want to <laughs> quickly say for anyone that hasn't, these two films Ooh. you have to watch. Mm-hmm. Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. like we mentioned, um, one of one of his great um, leading performances. Whereas in Prisoners, he plays a very straight man uh, detective, and I mean, both of these films are probably one of my favorites of all time. Like they they oh, transcend I, for me. I'll throw a still. third one
4: in there. Watch Donnie Darko as well.
2: Yes. Oh,
1: well, uh, I just that one. I need to see Donnie yeah. Darko.
2: Donnie Darko, okay. so good.
4: Jason plays so, so creepy very well, so I think he's going to nail Quentin Beck.
1: Also, no, and also, I think that you said, Nona, how you described the character. I still feel like, because you have said this for years since I know you, that you wanted Zachary Quinto from, from Heroes and Star Trek as Mysterio.
4: Yeah, I and always thought Zachary I, Quinto would really be
1: great. I don't know if you watch Heroes, but the way that you describe Quentin Beck, that's Tyler,
4: Yeah. but without yeah. the powers. True, but I, and I love Zachary Quinto, but Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. is like another level. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. Especially because Zachary Quinto became a
2: douchebag after being in so, Heroes and Star just Trek. Just like Mysterio so... would be. Now, do you <laughs> think, now, for title-wise, I always assumed that they're probably gonna do Spider-Man Graduation for the title for this next film. Uh, skip right to that, like you know, because it probably will take place after the events of uh, Avengers 4. When um, and like that goes into a whole nother theory of how that movie is going to end, but I do think it's like Spider Man graduation. Now, do you think um, Michael Keaton has also been and um, kind of announced to reprise his role, right? It, as yeah. so, I have the ti-
4: they're, they're doing Sinister Strikes,
2: I have a oh. title for the Spider Man sequel,
4: hmm. Spider
1: Man Ash Wednesday.
4: Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I thought Spider-Man shattered dimensions would be cool.
2: No, yeah, uh, that's that the storyline. Yeah. Now, now, and that—that that really, I think our opinion on this could change, especially when we find out what happens in Venom later this year. Um, but could you imagine? Because we have Scorpion, um, the Vulture, now Mysterio. Um, who's the last one that they introduced? Um, and
4: Shocker and Tinkerer. Shocker,
2: as well. yeah. Um, and then if we have Venom and the uh, rumored Woody Harrelson Carnage, can you imagine all of those actors going against Tom Holland, Michael Keaton, right? Jake Gyllenhaal, Woody Harrelson, Tom H- uh, Hardy. Oh my, like that's the coolest Sinister Six cast I could ever imagine. Um, I would
4: love that, but I'm not sure they're going to bring Venom and Carnage into the MCU. Mm-hmm. I think those last two Sinister Six members are probably going to be Craven the Hunter and Doc Ock.
2: I, I can see that, and and if anyone's listening, Marvel, David Harbour would be an incredible Craven.
4: That would be awesome. That would be
2: awesome. Sorry. I know that, but David Harbour has the body to be that cock. Oh, also, I want to I want to just say um, our I friend well, uh, well. Jonathan Peck in the comments said that his uh, favorite Jake Hall performance is *Brokeback Mountain*, and that is another really really good mm-hmm. film.
4: That's the one mm-hmm. when I realized I was queer.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it was that. Uh, what was that bubble movie? I fell in love with Jake Gyllenhaal. Bubble Boy. <laughs>
4: bubble Boy. No. He's graduated from Bubble Boy to Mysterio. <laughs> and,
2: and I know you're going to
1: laugh, but when I noticed Jake Gyllenhaal was when I saw The Day After Tomorrow. I was like, I like this oh
2: actor. My, that movie. That movie is underrated. I love uh, Day uh, After Tomorrow.
1: I loved it also.
4: Troy, did you ever play like that PS1 Spider Man game from like 2000? Uh, yeah, I had this on my great. I had this on my phone when I was running when I saw the cast thing.
1: It's Spider-Man Two also.
4: If they have a Mysterio oh my fight God. like in that game, that's going to be awesome.
1: Uh, I played the Man. Spider-Man Two PlayStation Two game so many times, and I always I could never pass the Mysterio level when Spider-Man has to get to the to Statue
4: of Liberty. Yeah. Oh, you just I, have to you just have to hit the webs like right at the right second
1: know that I never passed that level. It's still on my memory card.
2: Talking <laughs> about, I'm talking about video games, too, uh, quickly. That new PS4 Spider-Man game looks incredible. Oh, looks so I, damn good. Oh, yeah. I'm going to buy PlayStation day One. Yeah, I was just going to say, Raul, well, I'm saving on my mind. I'm going to buy the Spider-Man PS4 bundle and finally get into gaming. Yeah, into gaming.
1: I haven't known a PlayStation since my PlayStation 2 like 15 years ago.
2: 15 <laughs> <three> years ago.
4: <laughs> Yep. I believe that, Rowland. I believe
1: that. <laughs> um, yes, Nolan. You were like two years old.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll take being Raul, young. Brandon, me, and Nolan were two years old. It was. It wasn't just. It wasn't just
4: him.
2: <laughs> was it? <laughs> Brandon? You look. You look about thirty, mate.
4: Oh! oh, it's the facial. It's the facial hair. It's like facial hair. that's a good
1: thing. Oh, Brandon. Mm. Hmm.
3: No, it makes sense. I think people think I'm thirty all the time.
4: <laughs> at least you don't get carded. I in, still get carded uh, at the cinema. Well,
3: when I when I when I shave I get carded Whoa, at the bar. I don't get carded at the, the movies anymore.
2: I have never been ID'd at a movie theater. I went to go see Evil <laughs> Dead in twenty thirteen. They didn't ID me and I was like super young.
4: Those they ID'd Canadians. me to go see a quiet place.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Troy, you're in Canada.
1: In Mexico, they also, they don't car I went to see Scream 3 and I was nine years
2: old. Yeah. Can, Canadian and look is how it turned out, Raul. <laughs>
4: um,
2: yeah, man. You a no, space mask away from a killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so Mysterio, I think, I think it's going to be incredible. Um, was there any kind of final thoughts you guys had, had on that or um, kind of theories about how you think his storyline is going to play out?
4: well with the whole failed magician thing they've said that's going to happen like uh, mysterious the first battle is going to be in the london bridge with him and spider-man so he's like going on a field trip and stuff story-wise um another friend of ours brian Hurst, was talking about it yeah, uh, yeah. because doctor strange exists in this universe uh, they he thinks that mysterio is just going to be like magic right from the start i hope they don't do that mm. because the appeal of mysterio is that he's all smoke and mirrors and that could encourage a bit more audience participation as opposed to just making him bland like the Doctor Strange villains
2: with oh. a head. I, I wouldn't I'm... hate that because Doctor Strange even through like Thor Ragnarok um, mm-hmm. and like the little appearances he's had he's a great like supporting character assuming that he's one of the ones they save at the end of Avengers 4. And Can you imagine also,
4: Spider-Man just goes up to Doctor Strange like, hey, I'm fighting this Mysterio guy, and Doctor Strange just doesn't take him seriously. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, also, I want, I I want, I want to they... give a shout-out to uh, to Jordan. I hey, mean... um, I saw you in the chat there, so I wanted to say hi. Thank you for watching. Oh, Jordan's a friend of they... mine.
1: Oh, cool! I think that you can do. Talking about Doctor Strange, I, I forget the name of this character, but he's a Mexican actor. He's right now on on the TV show Star. Remember that he said that he went to that school and he learned the powers of the of the wizards to to be healed mm-hmm. of his of his back. Oh, yeah, yeah. What if you can put out the Mysterio went to the school and he got kicked out in like the first three four days
2: And I that, work. that Yeah. That could could be
1: the lead-in to the MCU, and you can you can put out like a flashback scene that Doctor Strange wanted to teach him, and then he said, "No, like five points less to Mr. Beck, like something."
4: I don't, like I don't, I don't see Quentin Beck traveling to the Himalayas. No. no. Well, I also I, have a theory he, that maybe uh,
1: he in, went to the center some Term in New York. He got a quick class. Share.
4: Yeah. I have a theory that uh, he became Mysterio because his uh, his cinephile YouTube channel got demonetized. <laughs> you know, like oh. he, he loves practical effects. He hates the new Star Wars movies. They ruined his childhood. <laughs> that's that's going to be our Mysterio. <laughs>
2: hey, oh. hey, you know who I want to know his opinion? Peter Parker. Because of all the movie, re- like Aliens and like Empire Strikes Back, I want to know his thoughts oh, on the terrible film Solo. I want to know if he hated it as much as I did.
4: How many movie references will Peter Parker make with Mysterio
1: there? Uh, Sorry. Uh, Peter Parker cannot say nothing against Disney because he's a Disney character.
4: Duh. He might get get sniped down if he says anything bad.
2: Uh-huh. Well I'll, I'll say this. I didn't receive my Disney check in the mail this week. Uh, so I, I, I need get- mine. I need some new jeans. Like <laughs> Disney. Me sorry.
1: Help. I'm getting mine because I like solo.
3: Oh I get mine in every week.
1: I'm signed by Kathleen Kennedy. That's how much <laughs> I'm gonna get paid.
3: Yeah, um, I, I adore Kathleen Kennedy. She's great. Just this yeah. beta male that'll just do everything she says, like Ryan Johnson. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no.
3: fired. oh no. I'm only being sarcastic. I heard that online the other day, and I was like, "This guy's out of his mind." But <laughs> hey. no, I really, I really do. I, I support Kathleen Kennedy 100. percent She's awesome. Yeah. She's produced some of the None greatest of films Jeremy we've breaks. ever seen. I
2: have like, I have a Back to the Future poster here, and the fact that that's one of the yep. first films she did, insane. Say, also, oh, also so, poltergeist and E.T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, ETA, I was just gonna say I have another poster that. Uh, Kathleen but,
1: Kennedy brought so much joy to the fans by hiring Ryan Johnson and giving us giving us more
2: no, Raylo.
4: No. Yes. No.
2: Honestly. No. No. Okay.
4: okay. Okay. This chat is shut
2: down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do want I do want to mention because that's a great segue. Um, I was thinking about this, and we'll, we'll we'll do Deadpool too at the end. I want to jump right into Solo. Um do I think because of the reaction of The Last Jedi, that's what ruined Solo. Oh I, no, I, I, not I, only I that, did you
1: saw the box office? I just saw it on a tweet. It got 83 million. That's super below expectations. Expectation was like 120.
4: It's so and weird because like there was a point last- solo was my most anticipated yeah. new Star Wars movie. Yeah. Then when Lorda Miller left, I just lost all interest.
2: They they really I think I think what they wanted to do was very much let's give the directors their reign and see what they do, case in Whoa. point with The Last Jedi. And the fact that people hated that, I mean I loved it. I think it's one of the best Star Wars movies. I think the fact that 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 people just hated the change, that solo is best described as safe. It's oh. it's, it's 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 a lazy, safe film. And and for me, I was devastated when I watched it because I wanted to see something new and we got, hey, oh, also spoiler alert uh, for anyone that hasn't seen it. Like, oh, hey, um, what's your last name? (laughs) "Uh, I don't have one. (laughs) Uh, Oh, let's call you fucking Solo. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That was
4: dumb. That was dumb. It could have been worse. (laughs) He could have been like downing drinks out of red Solo cups. Yep.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Product placement. Michael Bay. (laughs) I see you in the comments, TJ. Nice to see you. Thanks for Mm. watching. yeah, man. Like, oh, let's get yeah. into it. So there was so a Brandon, couple like that. Yeah. So I know, can, I don't, how can you wash the comments? I can. Have oh, I have someone. my phone. I have my phone oh, right here. Oh, okay. right yeah, yeah. He has an no, so, evil. So, twin. Oh my trial. evil. Twit, yeah. Um, I do want to know though. So I know where Nolan stands on this film. Raul, obviously, you're just garbage, and you liked it. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> what, what did you think of Solo? Bitch, uh, what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to see it a couple more times but uh i thought it was just okay okay uh there was parts in it where i like was just shaking my head like with the uh, what's your name uh han uh, han what uh i don't know i'm uh you know it's, i don't really have anybody oh solo then I was
4: like mm-hmm. that's dumb
3: and yeah, then, like, there's like Han, there like some... Han Loner was
4: just two on the nose, like. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, and then there was like a couple other stuff, like small things that, like, I didn't know how to feel <laughs> about. Um, like when you see like that, join the Empire propaganda, and it's playing oh, the Imperial
2: March. <laughs> I
3: was like, what?
2: I, I thought that was kind of interesting though, because we had never yeah. seen anything like that. I, I think before. that was a Lord and Miller edition. Yeah, yeah. that was a meta also, joke. That the, was a meta joke. The coolest scene in the movie is the train scene, and you want to know why? Because that's Lord and Miller's scene. They they took that exactly from what they filmed. I wanted
1: to ask that. Make your bets because I heard a rumor there is only one scene in the final cut that Lord and
0: Miller.
2: It has to be the train sequence.
1: I think that the scene that that isn't the cut is when Han is uh, facing that. Uh, warm lady, Lady Proxima. Yeah. That was awesome. I think that's a Lauren Miller scene because that scene is practically weird, but it's weird in a funny
2: way. Mm-hmm. That feels and like it, Lauren Miller. I will admit, there are things in Solo that I liked. I'm not good, right? There are definitely, um, like, the scenes, how it was built, um, the costume design, all of that was done really, really well. Um, it what was I, beautiful I, looking. It was beautiful. It was, Better definitely. than Rogue One. <laughs> Okay. No, Rogue I will, One's I will, great. I, no. Hey, it is great, but I will admit, Raul, that I did like the set design and stuff in Han Solo mm. more than Rogue One because Rogue One was very basic and it looked dull, whereas it's, Han Solo did have um, a lot of cool things in it. But no, man, like...
1: Especially,
2: Troy, like the thing you're just saying, for a rush production because
1: they re everything, I was impressed on the cinematography, the makeup, the dress design that lady that she's singing with that gold dress mm-hmm. and that dress that akira is wearing I was like damn Emilia Clark looks hot I was like she I was like she
2: hey, was great I thought I Amelia think, Clark even in all the interviews she she's was-
1: had I thought she was gonna suck because of Terminator Genesis.
2: I will say, I will say her <laughs> performance was good. What they did with that character was so wish-washy. Like she's on mm-hmm. this side. Uh, and, and that that was so interrupt when she just shows up with Paul Bettany. I was like, Yeah. Oh like, like, talk, and talk can, about it
3: being I, a small universe. Even
2: though
1: <laughs> I like the even though I like right, right. Paul yeah. Bettany's character was not necessary at all. He was only there for two scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not necessary at
4: all is how I would describe this whole movie.
1: Oh. (laughs) And even though I like the movie, I know that it's an unnecessary movie. I agree with that.
2: We didn't need it. No, 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 no. I, I disagree. I think I think it could have been a necessary movie if they would have done it right. You know, like if they would have actually stuck to the vision from day one, I think it could have been a great standalone film, better than Rogue One. Because yeah. the character of Han Solo and the side characters that they had, I was intrigued. I thought Lando was mis- like was, was definitely not as used as much as he should be. I think if they do a Lando film, that could be really, really good because the character is great. But I, I did, even that, what was that robot's name in the film? I L3. had one bit. Oh, I thought my she was God. Like, uh, sorry, L3 no. had more character. She was more funny than that piece
1: of garbage that is K2SO.
2: Oh, okay, so here's a here's a hey, good. Uh, here's a good see, she was fine.
1: She Why was not? fine. Sorry, in the theater, I would love to go to the tape back in Texas, and I will bring it. Like how I was so happy, everybody was going. Oh, the fucking robot just died! Me and my sister, fucking yes, we hated that fucking robot so much that came to us. So sorry. I do. I, I do. I do. We, did,
2: we did have a question in the comments here from Jonathan, and I think it's actually a good point we can talk about. Uh, he said that um, one important thing a lot of people are talking about is that this was Lawrence Kasdan's swan song before his retirement. Um, mm. What did you think about his legacy might be after Solo? Lawrence Kasdan's an incredible writer. I, I think I think he... And that's another thing. When you have a script for a film, the final film isn't going isn't to be, be exactly like, right? right? Yeah. So, so I, I don't blame Lawrence Kasdan at all for, for Solo. I think he did a, a great job. And his son. I thought his son... Um was great. I it was just very questionable choices. I thought. But uh, yeah. like we know he,
4: the script could be completely different.
2: Yeah, exactly. that's
1: the thing that I wanted also to, to say because well, even the, if someone the, said it, you don't it doesn't feel very casting.
3: But the whole reason they brought on Ron Howard was to to
2: because keep, he was keep the, the movie more true to
3: the script. I thought the reason <sighs> I, they, I think, yeah. they they strayed from the script. Sure, sure. So, but
2: that, that yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I, I think. think
3: I think the movie could have benefited from maybe if Lord and Miller were involved in the writing process with Kazdan and his son, because if you look at films like Empire and Force Awakens, Kazdan always had someone to balance him out, whether it be George Lucas or J.J. Abrams. And this one, it was just kind of him and his son just doing their thing. And I think maybe it could have benefited from a third party coming in. And T.J. T.J.
2: commented. He said, "Rogue One and this is incredibly both unnecessary." well rogue one was in uh was the worst in the sense that there were zero characters uh donnie yen i love, was him, really DJ. I love um, you and i i respect that i i agree that that in rogue one um they they didn't develop the characters as much as they should have um because they were very one note uh donnie yen was the exception i thought they did really really well oh, um, they were not- developed he's, enough for he's, me he's, he's, and his debate, his debate was that Lando and L3 were, um, were at least what we had in Solo compared to Rogue One, which I, I, uh, mm. I respect that opinion, yeah.
1: And this is my uh, problem, and even Brandon knows this is one of the first talks that we had when we met each other. My problem, my biggest problem with Rogue One is not because Disney said we can make money of whatever. Now, if you want to know more about the characters, buy the fucking book. Buy the book about Kaisen Endor, buy the book about Gin Erso, yeah, but, buy but, the book about Tony Jem. That's Jen.
4: the kind of book adaptation that I hate. But, but,
1: but that's yes, the thing. thank like, you, I mean, because you're a writer. Please give me your opinion of this, because I hate that. Because no, but, when Chris Tomlin said, I was like, when we watched the original trilogy, we didn't need to read a special books to know more about the characters before there's, seeing there's,
2: the movie. There's so, okay, once Disney got the hands on Star Wars they did what Disney does best and that's oversaturate the market. It doesn't matter what form of art it is we are going to have books, comics like I have I have a whole comic case of all the new Star Wars comics. I haven't read them yet because I, I don't have the fucking time but I have them and and like there are there's so much and I totally I think I think they they, they those are unnecessary like if you're writing a movie, the details you want in that film should be in the movie. It shouldn't be like you have to read chapter six of this book to understand more about this one scene. You know, sure, it's going to be cool to have, and it's good reference, but you you it, it, you shouldn't have it. You know, it should be in the film. That's what makes a lot of these films great. Um, but yeah. yeah, Nolan, what what's your opinion on that? Being mm-hmm. someone that right. writes and, and whatnot, I I would
4: only see. Uh, like I, I would only use the read the book argument if the movie was based off of a book like mm-hmm. uh, like that's the reason why i like harry potter i can go back and read the books but i'm not the biggest fan of fantastic and, beasts
2: and i mean say what you want to say about john campia because i know he's very diverse um, one thing he's said that's always stuck to me is that the first rule for a filmmaker isn't to adapt the book it's to make a good film and i've agreed with that i think you know, a film. It dep- I mean, it really depends. If you're doing like a Harry Potter series, yeah, try to make it as close as you can. But it can get hard to do movie. that
4: with the size of these bloody things. Yeah, that's that's fair.
3: Standing up for your fellow Canadian, Troy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I have to. I have to. It's um, a good Canadian
3: boy that be huh? Yeah,
2: he's not that. Bad <laughs> no, it, it, like, reason reason that. let's yeah. see. There's a reason he's not on Movie Talk anymore.
1: Yeah, Brandon, like also, what is your opinion of like with that particular reason of the books and you have to see and, the TV shows because and, now we're going, I'm going to lead in because you, I Brandon, mean, is, is his turn, the Darth yeah. Maul situation. Yeah, okay. When I saw Solo, was, I part, of, part of my theater was saying, huh? He's alive? Me? I saw Star Wars Rebels. I, yeah. already, I already knew he was alive.
4: Also, Even though I
1: have never seen Clone Wars. Also, so I God rolled really, my
4: yeah. eyes so much at that Darth Maul scene. It but was I just blatant, was... bland, empty fan service for a character yes, I don't even like. Was... I
1: hey, like Darth Maul, hey. but I can agree with Nolan. That was fan service to the maximum. It was I... for people that watch the TV shows, for people that read the books, and say, hey, we are acknowledging
2: this other part of the universe. Okay, but, but I, I will debate, and before Brandon kind of gets into his thoughts, I will say, personally for me, I like the Darth Maul scene because it did one thing. It, it, it pretty much for me included the prequels a little bit more into the main storyline. And that's what I appreciated because I, I'm a prequel apologizer. I like those films. Um, and, and I, I liked that to say it was unnecessary and fan service. Mm-hmm. Sure. But my dad, I was, I, cause I went and saw it with him after the movie. He didn't even know that was Darth Maul. He's like, who's, who's that guy? I'm like, well, was fucking Darth Maul obviously with the horns and shit. So it was. I yeah. think I think it left a lot of audiences confused, and I think that was one of my biggest problems with Solo. Is it gave us more questions than answers. You will and, say and that, Darth Maul he's that, was CGI was,
4: in the movie, not practical. Like uh-huh. like the practical look of Darth Maul is really cool. So why go for a CGI Maul?
2: I, I, I didn't catch
4: that. He I was not it was,
1: Ray, He was not Ray Park.
3: Ray Park was credited though. So I don't Ray know. Ray
4: Park exactly. played him, but it was a voice, a different voice actor. Well, Sam Whitworth did the voice.
2: It was the small non-Star oh, Wars Yeah, Sam Whitworth. That is amazing. I'm happy that he got to be in a film. Like that's awesome. That's really mm-hmm. cool. But I don't know. So Brandon, go into that. Like, what's your, your whole opinion on the, the book to to adaptation with Star Wars and like um what? what he your shows thoughts the dog. Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah.
3: I mean, I'm more of a I mainly watch the movies and then if if something interesting happens in the books or on Rebels, I'll catch up some other way. Um, but yeah, also I don't,
2: uh, um, uh, in the comments, they were saying that it, uh, he wasn't CGI; that that was actually Ray Park. So I don't. I'm gonna have to watch the okay. movie again to see. But but it, it looked know. like CGI.
3: Yeah, it, um, you know, with the with the whole hologram effect, they could have polished it up a bit, and it made it look CGI. Maybe I'm gonna have to watch it again.
2: I'm gonna not want to, but, yeah. but I will. <laughs> Just watch yeah, the the scene uh,
3: on
4: YouTube when it comes out on <laughs>
3: Blu-ray. Yeah. Um the, uh, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not a fan of all these different books. It's like, oh, read this to find out uh more about So his mother. She's actually an amazing <laughs> character. But <laughs> but I will say I loved Rogue One and the development of the characters in that movie worked for me. Uh I yeah. felt I felt an emotional impact when every single one of them died. Me
2: too. Me too.
3: So uh, it, I'm
2: on your side. Okay.
3: It worked for me. Oh. What could I say?
4: I'll say one thing about in regards to books, and I'll use a Harry Potter comparison again. I saw the Harry Potter movie first before I read the books, and the movies were good on their own, but they made me want to read the books. With the Star mm-hmm. Wars thing, it feels like you have to read the books to get the development that you should have gotten in the movie, and I don't like that idea for pra- mm-hmm. book practices. At all. Yeah,
2: yeah, I know that's this the,
4: that's like doing a prequel book about the Wizard of Oz. Like specifically oh on the wizard. Okay. And he works so, fine in that.
2: So this is, oh, this is actually uh, a good segue, but no, something no, how, no, I wanted to ask the, you guys. That's some rainy movie. Yeah. <laughs> the one that
4: we all pretend never happened. Hey!
2: That, and I like that movie. I want I want hey. to mention though, yeah. and that, that will kind of mention this next thing. Um, before we kind of end our solo discussion, I do want to get into Boba Fett. Because hey. I think
1: I haven't even had the time to defend solo. Oh, yeah. I, like. I know, I know, I know. I still got thoughts
3: sure. on the Kessel run. Okay. Yes,
1: please, I, 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 I Brandon, I don't, for sure. We have interrupted Brandon that. a lot. At least give him two minutes. Yes, okay. Brandon go has ahead. some
3: time. Right. Okay, all the Kessel run thing—I really don't know how I feel about it. Um, like, it, it's it, it the 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 second they like took that shortcut to like go through the the cloud <laughs> and the part particulates where the Giant monster thing is and everything. I immediately thought, I was like, did they really just Kobayashi Maru the Kessel run? Like, he, he just cheats. He takes his shortcut. I mean, yeah. given the shortcut was very difficult, they almost died on numerous occasions, but it was See, still a I shortcut.
2: I wouldn't, I didn't feel any like, I, I felt it was boring. There was no stakes yeah. for me for, in that scene specifically. Oh, yeah. well, like, <laughs> like <laughs> i i i don't think um it had any stakes this whole movie just felt bland like we were saying for me same um so that's so like that one scene it was it was cool to see the whole castle run and then you know all of that happened but when raul mentioned it in like the third or fourth episode of the monday show i thought his thing was way more exciting than what actually ended up happening in the film
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah because that's the other thing and if I remember correctly, all the charm marks happened almost, but in a different way. What yeah. is the thing that I said? We're going to learn how he become a smuggler. It happened on the movie. My uh, Woody Harrelson will be his teacher. He will die. That happened. How he meet Chewbacca. Even though that wasn't the, the scene that I wanted. I didn't like that Chewbacca no. He's a murderer. He's a creature. That's a scene that I didn't like at all.
2: That was, I didn't like that. I thought that was weird, man. Like, Oh, let's throw him in. K- and they, cause I was thinking, I'm like, Oh, this isn't going to be Chewbacca. when they were setting it up. Right. I'm like, Oh, what? Yeah. I actually maybe thought it was going to be the monster in return of the Jedi. Yeah. or something.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 And I thought, Oh, this is going to be cool. But then it's like, Oh, it's Chewie. And I will say though, um, because we haven't really mentioned it. I thought Elden's performance was fine. And I, I loved the interaction between him and Chewie. I thought that dynamic mm. was done perfectly. Well, I thought yeah. that was really cool.
1: How do we feel him talking to Waka's language?
3: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. How do we feel yes. about him speaking Wookiee? You know?
1: I don't
4: know. I mean, I they've, know. Ca- they've kind of implied that in the other movies, so it didn't really bother me. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Um, uh, like, I know a little. It didn't bother me a lot because that's a, that's a
2: thing, even Noah said. it was implied that he already knew yeah. how to talk to Wookiees. But so, so if, we did get a we did get another question in the comments here, um, and this we can kind of go on after too. What did you guys think of the score? The score was awesome. John Powell's yeah, a freaking genius. It was
1: okay, it was so much better than the Rogue One.
2: I I love the
3: Rogue One score. I do too. I do too. Um, I used yeah, to yeah, do it all the time. If
4: I you want a uh, was... if you want a reason to listen to John Powell music, How to Train Your Dragon, that score is fucking beautiful. Oh, is that guy?
1: Yeah. Did he do that? Oh wow. I'm,
3: I'm going to have to listen to the score on its own outside of the movie, because to me, I'm just like, I'm just hearing all these like Star Wars greatest hits at different moments. And then like there's like that new Han Solo score thrown in that like John Williams did. So I don't know. I have to take a better look at
2: that. I want to watch it again, too, because Jonathan also yeah. just mentioned, and this is something I didn't know. Apparently, the idol from Raiders of the Lost Ark and the giant crystal skull is in cat, like the background of some of the scenes in Solo. Can you just
4: leave the crystal skull there and just, like, never mention it again? <laughs> I think hey!
3: the crystal skull is actually in reference to um, a Han Solo novel that's in Legends now, actually. Oh, See, I oh,
2: shouldn't have to yeah. know
4: this stuff. <laughs> My Han uh, Solo in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Like,
1: yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now going back to the chemo. Yeah. And so. then I remember that I that I said this. Then we're gonna go into the middle of the film. How he met Lando and he won the Millennium Falcon. It happened in the movie in a different way. I told you in my pitch, everything was gonna happen on the same scene. How he met Lando and then how he won yeah. the ship. In the movie, he met Lando first. We they went to the mission to the uh, to the castle run and then he won the ship.
3: I think him winning it at the end was so dumb. He just like shows up, wins it, and then
4: leaves, and the movie's over. Yeah. I was like,
1: I thought it, it would have been like it. that. Feels like a injured. studio
4: note where it was like, oh, we forgot to have him win the ship. Let's do yeah. it in the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That scene felt like they forgot to put out the. That. It's
4: like when you forget to put in a section from a school essay right before deadline.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That's yeah. good. I like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then. Castle Run, check. Yeah. And then at the end, even though it didn't happen, but I told you in my pitch. We're gonna end of Han and Chewie going to Tatooine, parking the sex. Millennium. Sorry, parking the Millennium Falcon, getting to the bar, and Greedo. He's walking into the bar, and Obi Wan and Logan's is walking to the other side of the bar. That was my happened. pitch.
0: I, I, that never happened.
2: Uh, that was my pitch. I will say. That, I will say. Uh, I did like, like you. You can go to the tape. Yeah, yeah. That was and my pitch. I, I I wouldn't have hated that. If they would have had like a Sebastian Stan stand in for Mark Hamill, you know, the young and have you know, I think that would have been awesome. And then they could could you imagine this if if that scene happened, they had Ewan McGregor and um Sebastian Stan and the Ewan McGregor will then spin off to the, the Obi-Wan film. I would have
4: I would loved have that, that more than the Darth Maul cameo.
3: Yeah, yeah there agree. would have to yeah. be a time jump though, because they're like five to ten years away from A New Hope. Yeah,
2: and I will say I like the Jabba reference, by the way, when they mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, oh,
1: cool. one of my main problems of Solo was the setup. There was a lot of setup for a sequel that we know we're never going to have, especially well, because, right now yeah. because of the box office. Because you know the
4: last we... time that happened, The Mummy, The Amazing yeah, Spider-Man Two.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. And and like I said, talking about the Darth Maul scene, they did set that up for the next film to have Solo versus Darth Maul, right? Like that's well, what my mind. No, my mind they they can't know.
3: have that because Solo doesn't believe in the Force when he meets uh-huh. Obi Wan and Luke.
4: Happen. Oh, okay. So good point, good point. If, if he was the villain in an Obi Wan movie, I would like that. Yeah, but
3: because... then they can't do that either <laughs> because because <laughs> Maul, de- Maul doesn't meet Obi Wan again until he sees him on Tatooine in Rebels, and then Obi Wan yeah. kills him.
1: Yeah, oh. that's, that's my problem, Brandon. I was going to say oh. that because so technically, the Obi Wan movie is going to recreate that episode that's the only story and half of the fandom they know that story because of star wars rebels i don't yeah, know if here, they
3: can start recreating stuff though and have the here, same story in different happen, right
4: star wars episode 9 is going to be called days of future past and it's going to erase <laughs> solo from the timeline <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness oh,
1: if i were directing that movie i will erase row one from the
2: timeline
4: i would oh. erase Rayle from the timeline yeah
2: no shit. no that's for you raul <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, Reign
1: forever.
2: No. Okay, so... so um,
1: Okay, I haven't even said my... my the yeah, name, no, but I I know, that's what
2: I wanted to say. I want Raul, I'll give you the floor. Tell me why okay. you like this film. Number one, you knew,
1: everybody knew. Even Troy remembers that episode when we recorded I was the number one person that was hating this project, especially when we heard about the Lauren Miller thing.
2: And, and I was the opposite. I went into this movie wanting to love it.
1: And because even Nolan said it, that was my same thoughts. My only hope for Solo was for Lauren Miller. And when they got fired, I was like, this movie's gonna suck. It's gonna. It did, it did suck. It's, it's, it's gonna suck. It's gonna destroy the everything because we already know his story. All of the things that happened in the movie, the only surprise was he had Akira. That was his character we didn't know nothing about.
4: She was and, Diet Coke
1: Leah. <laughs> and we didn't know nothing about the Woody Harrison character. Like, also, we didn't knew those.
2: Two. Sorry, I keep. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah.
2: Wait, wait, wait.
1: But at least this movie made me like these characters. It that was my main problem with row one. With row one, I had a general to get stabbed, uh, taking her head off to explode. She was the worst actress in my in the in a decade that I have seen, the worst character. Diego Luna's character. Uh, Diego Luna's character was the only interesting one, and he was a side character because, like, oh we're star wars we have to put out that the female character is the most important one we don't want the fandom to kill us so we need to put the focus on this stupid bland actress that is jen arso and then we get the two chinese guys oh we know something about the force but you need to read our book to get us to understand
4: our characters i want raul to be the marketer for disney now with that voice
3: we want you to come see episode (laughs) 9. Raul, I love you, but I want to punch you through my computer screen
1: right now. And then we get to the guy from Nightcrawler. I'm just the pilot. I'm the Indian guy that is the pilot. And that's all. And then we get to Forrest Whitaker. Saint the dream. (laughs) Uh, You can read my book also. And see my episodes of Star Wars Rebels. I
2: don't have any character development. Bajin! Okay, but my, my debate would be, Raul, what character development did you need for those characters and what they were in the film, right? They were exactly what the the story needed at that time. I, okay, I
1: I'm going to go controversial. Even yeah, like, like, like we've
4: never had that before. You're <laughs> Mr. <major> controversial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Compare Suicide Squad with Rogue One. Mm. How
2: could you even know? Wait, at least row no. one doesn't have Jared Leto. <laughs> Wait,
1: come I, on, I, Rogue. I will get on my point. I care about Harley Quinn and Deadshot more, those characters, I like them more. I feel a relationship <laughs> with them throughout in row one, and I even said it. When Gene Erso died, I was flipping in the theater. When k, k- 2 died, I was flipping in the theater oh, because I hated these characters. <laughs> when you see a movie, the most important thing for me, a lot of people say, oh, the cinematography is the thing that I want to see or I want to see it for the storyline," and I want to see it for the characters. For me, if I don't like the characters, I'm not going to like the movie.
4: This explains why you <laughs> like Raylo.
3: What are we, some uh, kind of Rogue One, a Star Wars story?
1: Uh, <laughs> with Rogue One, and I, not, I have said it many times, I love the Darth Vader scene. That's a scene that I was waiting for 20 years. I was waiting for... Oh, Darth Vader that.
4: cracking jokes? I will say, no. I,
2: think, I think it is absolutely obscure for you to compare Rogue One and Suicide Squad. Wait, <laughs> Because Suicide even Squad, I wouldn't is, do that, and I suicide, don't like Rogue you know, One. Suicide Squad isn't even a movie; it's a long fucking music video. It's it's not great. Like <laughs> uh, Rogue One, Rogue One has a great narrative, and it, it at least it at least builds right into A New Hope and expands those characters. So you're like, now I know what actually happened and what like when Princess Leia uh, has I, Rogue I, One
4: does have a Suicide Squad as the main characters, though. Like they live wait, up to that. I, <laughs>
2: That's, that's yes, true.
1: That's true. because that I'm getting to my point. Row one, they had a mission. They went. They needed to get to those plants and give it to Leia and die, because we knew that those characters were gonna die. They were not gonna survive.
2: Suicide squad. That's not true. Need, that's wait. not true. Oh wait, you didn't know they were gonna die just because you didn't see them and in all hope it, it, they could have gotten away safe. So that that theory I think is is not right. Because because. Uh, Right, they they didn't come out saying, "Hey guys, um, so we have this movie Rogue One coming out, uh, and they're all gonna die at the end." Just just so you guys know, don't don't think that right. They didn't say that. We didn't know necessarily they were gonna die.
1: It was pretty logical, Troy, that they were all gonna die. We're Star don't, Wars? Don't. It's not logical. Star Wars is not a logical film. Wait, it didn't have to be. I get into my point. In Suicide Squad, they kill half of the squad at the end. And then they still went and did the, their mission, even though it's a little twisted of saving uh, Viola Davis and blah, 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 and killing the enchantress. But those two movies are disposable because remember that the end of Suicide Squad. So I felt this mission and now Viola Davis gives to Bruce Wayne those files of doing the justice of the Suicide Squad never happened. Technically, it was a disposable team that was never going to go to the light and their I mission. Agree. Was-
2: I agree with that. And that's what Han Solo and was. And where
1: Rogue One, One is a disposable film. And also no. Solo. Yeah, both of those films are disposable because with Rogue One, that's a story that you need it, didn't need to new. Rogue One could have been easily a Star Wars Rebel episode and nobody would have cared for it.
4: That's how I felt about Solo. Yeah. And yeah, that's another thing.
1: Even Nolan has said it. Also, solo it could have been easily a three-episode arc in Star Wars Rebels, and that would have been okay.
2: I think it would have been pretty, actually pretty cool, especially with that gang of Woody Harrelson, and, and, and I think that would have been sweet.
4: And also, it, it feels like Woody House and just walked onto a Star Wars set. I
2: was just gonna say that Woody Harrelson's character was Woody Harrelson. I mean, yeah, I, I like he, he was Woody I well. I love I love the actor. I think it was great, but like. Like compare that role to what he did in Planet of the Apes last year or whenever that was. That role was like insane compared to him just walking on set. yeah, I agree. It was it was that, great, I thought. And so
1: I had my space station
2: solo because with Rose Solo. On... Wait, I I, with... I want to I want to uh, quickly mention because Jonathan actually made another really good point. He said when you think about it, Han Solo is like a classic western where you have the good cowboy Han solo, his sidekick, Chewbacca, the girl, whatever her name is, and yeah, the right. natives, um, the natives, which was that nest gang. In fact, that uh, Infus Nest, or however you pronounce it, their motivation was very similar to the native tribe's motivation, which is to protect civilization from being colonized. I like that. I think that's cool, but they didn't explain that in the film.
4: If this had just been like Han Solo going after the Infus Nest gang, I probably would have loved it. Yeah, But I
2: mean, it's
4: all the other stuff that just makes it so unfocused for me. Like, it. It felt like three different movies happening at the same time. I, yeah. Like
2: Even like when they're on that train sequence and that other, you know, that whatever, it th- was at the gang that we're talking about, right? The yeah. guys that show yeah. So I, I really liked that. I thought that was really cool. Um, But then it kind of just was thrown away. Yeah,
1: you- they it it killed John Favreau. He was only yeah. there for like three minutes. And I like that monkey. Oh, I really liked that I yeah. John yeah. I yeah, that like that guy. That was Jon Favreau? Did-
0: yeah. Yeah, that was
1: Jon Favreau. Oh, wow. So- Going back to solo, like I my we wrote one. I hated the movie so much, and I knew that Ro, uh, solo was gonna suck. But I had I was ready to hate this movie. I was so ready to destroy it, to make all of the arguments against it. But I'm not gonna say that I loved it. I just said all of the flaws that solo. And I agree with a lot of the flaws we were just telling about. But I enjoy it. I didn't say that I love it. It well, was a, awesome. It's no, a I, good I, Netflix movie. It's a good Netflix movie. It's a good Movie Pass movie. I just I think, Movie Passed last okay. night. I
2: went to see it again. Okay, that's a fine. Things. A couple things, right? A, I respect and I'm actually really happy that you enjoyed this film because I don't want people to go into films not enjoying them, right? You should enjoy every movie and the fact that you were able to take out what you did out of Solo is amazing. And you it's heard me
1: thing, for one year bitching about it. And you, you heard did, me right? for one right.
2: year. So so it is a miracle that you did like this film. But I would like to mention, it would have been a hundred times better, and I think it would have been a Netflix movie, if this was an original story not set in Star Wars. If they would have done everything the same, but use, you know, this, you know, it was like a specific sci-fi film with the same storyline, the same kind of sidekick characters, I think it could have been great. But because they tied it into Star Wars and they gave lazy explanations to how Chewie met his last name, like you said, Darth Maul kind of just showing up. I think I think it would have been way better if it was its own film. Like yeah. if Ron Ash. Howard would have made his own or, kind of sci-fi movie. Hashtag still-
4: release the Lord and Miller Cup.
1: Yes. I was going to say that in an alternate universe, if we can travel like the flash
2: of an alternate universe, I would love to see the Lauren Miller cup. Yeah, but but the, again that's just the whole Edgar Wright debate. You know it's like Sure, we could have gotten something, but the fact is, is we didn't, and the movie we got for me was just kind of lackluster. I will see it again. I don't want people to think I I totally am going to hate this film because I wanted to love it. And like I said, the last two years, the fact that the lowest rated movie I gave was that Smurfs animated movie, which I gave a two point five, in the last two years. I like that one. Well, I saw it with a bunch of kids. That showing was just garbage. But like, like. I've seen over I think it was like 400 and something films since January of last year and the fact that solo was my low my lowest rated at a two out of five devastated me absolutely devastated me because I wanted to love it
0: no. I just
2: I was bored. I checked my watch so many times throughout I'm like what the hell's going on and it was just it was boring that, that was the biggest thing for me. Uh, no. it didn't have the magic that the Rogue one or even the prequels had I felt mm. well. That's the other thing because,
1: and I can agree with some things that Troy is saying, but still, I enjoy it. I can see all of the flaws, of course, my eyes were rolling with how he got his name, the Chewbacca scene, like I said, or the lazy way that they tie in the Darth storyline. The Darth cameo was not necessary at all. I
2: think
1: it was cool, though. It was cool, of course. But it's gonna confuse the fans even more. The people that they don't see Star Wars Rebels or read the books, they're gonna be so, more confused.
2: Yeah, and, and so so before we kind of move on, I I do want to ask. Um, and Jonathan also said like the most important question of all of this: What did you guys think of Alden? It
4: was all, okay. I, I I liked him. He, he was I one of the best was, parts for me. I,
2: I agree. I thought I thought he. Uh, I loved Hail Caesar too. I love. I really liked that film, and I thought he was amazing in that. And I thought this this iteration of Han Solo, it only took me a little, you know, at first it was kind of startling. But as the movie continued, I bought into him as Han Solo and the relationship with Chewie. Um, so I think that was really well done. And I think he deserves the props um, because everyone absolutely was dreading his casting. And I think with what he was given, he did the best he could do.
3: Yeah, I thought he was pretty good. I actually think that his portrayal of Han Solo was better than um donald glover's portrayal of uh, Lando. lando
2: right i i and that's another thing i, I love just Gambino or right. donald glover right um and i just thought he was underused
3: yeah underused and like i feel like he was doing a really good billy d williams impression but it didn't but do anything for me
2: no I mean, if you if you watch interviews though when he asked billy d he's like hey what should i do his only billy d was just like play it cool that's all he <laughs> that's all the advice he gave no. him. So, Please. so, you know, that's what he did.
1: No, I think because I really like, and I know I'm going to sound like the internet, but I really fucking love Chandish Gambino as because he was a bright part of the movie because I can't, I can't even admit that first part of the movie was pretty boring. I am when more excited. Up.
2: I'm more excited because of the, the thing that just came out recently this week that uh, Donald Glover is going to be in Black Panther 2. That news excites me so much more than him playing Lando. Is he
4: is he gonna be Aaron Davis in Black Panther two though? Like,
2: I, I don't know. Um, Who's all Aaron out, like... Davis. Oh shit! The guy, yeah, the, the Miles Morales guy. Yeah, because oh, he's he's
4: oh. Miles Morales' uncle in Homecoming. Sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, are you gonna make him that he's part of Wakanda and then he's gonna go back to Wakanda to get revenge like Killmonger?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, shit, the... whoa, 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 whoa! Could you imagine if they had Miles Morales and Shuri work together? Now
4: I actually that thought that at the, at the end of Black Panther, one of those kids could have been Miles Morales. Well,
2: well and the, I, I love the idea of having In the Oakland? Tony Stark, yeah, because Tony <laughs> Stark the Iron Man because... to the Miles Morales Black Panther. I mean, I wouldn't want to segregate the race thing, but like, I, I really like the idea of him having Wakandan tech Spider-Man suit instead mm. of the, Tar- or the Stark suit. That would that Must... be interesting. Plus because Aaron
4: Davis is the Prowler, so the Prowler being in Wakanda would be pretty cool. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: at the yeah. end of At the end of Black Panther, when T'Challa he seen that kid, I thought because going Shakespearean because Black Panther was the Lion King, uh, going with the Shakespeare thing, I mm-hmm. thought that that kid was going to be Killmonger's son. I thought that T'Challa will say, hey, I know you're the son of their father that I just killed. I just killed your father, and so I'm going to raise you trying to redeem myself because of what my father did. That but would will, be a that,
4: pretty bad way to end it, though. Like, that kid asking, who are you? like, oh, I killed your father. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> what? Sorry. What? Uh, I, I, yeah, I love my telenovelas and my drama. I would have loved that ending. Yeah.
2: I... I, I Who do you want to uh, direct a Lando film? Should Ryan Coogler come into the Star Wars universe?
4: I'd rather see Ryan Coogler do something Mm. like on the scale of Creed before he steps back Mm -hmm. into a blockbuster. Even though I love Black Panther, I wouldn't want him to get tied down to it.
2: Well, and to be fair, with with, with Boba Fett and the rumored Obi-Wan, Lando could still be three years away. So he could do a little indie before stepping into...
4: I mean after Black Panther I guess too. I don't I, want I don't want Ryan Coogler to get Joss Whedon.
3: I think they should just yeah. do like a Darth Maul movie and just cuz I, I remember that scene coming up in the movie and I was like why wasn't that the whole movie like Darth Maul mm-hmm. running this crime syndicate like
2: right that, that would have been,
3: awesome. been way more interesting than oh, Han Solo. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like let's say like you can do a reverse pitch I think they should have done a Lando movie and made Han Solo the side character. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I would I have so rather can... have seen a Lando movie than a Han Solo movie.
1: Or mm. you should have made the Chris and Dawn, call the movie instead of being solo, call it Chris and Dawn, knowing about that, uh, that society, how they control all of the resources and kill people. And Han Solo and Lando are side
2: characters but we see everything from the villain's perspective. Like I said, I I think what I would like to see from Star Wars films is like, if if they were to say, hey, Troy, here, what Star Wars movie do you want to make? I would set it with like a bunch of kids trapped under, you know, it's the same kind of pitch I had if I did a Marvel movie. Make like a bunch of unknown characters trapped in the background of one of our best scenes and seeing them trying to struggle to get out of a big war or to get out of something. I, I, I'm sick and tired of seeing these characters that we have already but seen. You, you
4: want to do Dunkirk, a Star Wars story, <laughs> essentially.
0: No, Wait. not necessarily.
2: Oh not necessarily. God. I I just want a movie that doesn't take place. It could take place in like the the war of Rogue One or whatever. But like, I want to see characters that we don't know anymore. Like, the fact that we're getting a Boba Fett movie, I think is ridiculous. I don't care right. if James Mangold is doing it. I think it's just, it's stupid.
4: I, I just imagine that's a good idea.
2: Yes, I agree. I agree.
1: I, I, I just imagined your pitch. You see that scene from of to see Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we gonna do? And then we see Anakin killing that kid, and we see another group of kids seeing that dead. There and we go. And you see, would, and you see awesome. kids yeah. running away from the Jedi
2: Academy. And that's how, dodging, how the movie starts. Raul, that's the, one of your
4: so best it? pitches. <laughs>
2: yeah. That, that's uh, awesome, Raul
4: i that over your Raylo fan fiction.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't write Raylo fan fiction. JJ already <laughs> already bought it. Uh,
2: <laughs> um, that's awesome. Wait, I would love
1: that. Yeah, but, and Troy, that thing that you just said and the thing that I just said right now, that's the thing that I imagined when I saw Revenge of the Sith. I thought we're going to see like a novel or like a comic or seeing Jedi kids surviving when the Empire started. Yeah, because even on the game, uh, the Force Unleashed, uh, yes, and we were there's a casting where Darth Vader says a lot of children survive when the Jedi fall, so we need to hunt them down. And he sends Sam we were to kill all of the Jedi in the game because I played the first one, mm-hmm. I played the first Force Unleashed, and so that would have been a great spinoff of seeing a set trying to kill. All of the remaining Jedi. And also that same picture I just gave you, that could be the Obi-Wan spin-off. It could see Obi-Wan already 10 years in the desert. He hears a message from a from a student, hey Master Obi-Wan, we need your help. And he goes to save those kids, mm-hmm. but then Darth Vader, This this could be another amazing scene? You can say, When I left you, I was the I was the learner, but now I am the master. Because Darth Vader. Even though he, when he became Darth Vader, he was still an apprentice of the dark side. You can put out that ten years later, he's now the master of the dark side, and, or you can put out that he's still a well, learner. And like then when his, they made that, each
2: other in a new hope. Now, he's rogue, the master. Well, in that Rogue One timeline, that's when Vader's in his prime, right? So I, I yep. can see something like that. Um, but but let's segue into um, Boba Fett. We can talk about Deadpool a bit because. Um, Unless, do you guys have any other kind of final thoughts about Home Solo? I, I have all, a couple I'm thoughts. All, I'm all okay, soloed okay. out, so you go right
3: ahead. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, what was I just going to say about oh oh um i think the only reason that they made han solo was because it was a Lawrence kasdan passion project well
2: and he's wanted to do it since yeah i think when they hired they
3: hired him on to do force awakens it was kind of like a one for you one for me situation where he was like i'll co-write force awakens but i also want to do a han solo movie and they said okay um so it's, it's it's interesting and then uh rogue one was pitched by john knoll i believe who is like the inventor of Photoshop and like the, you know, guy oh, wow. running ILM. So they're like, yeah. Yeah, anything you want to,
4: <laughs> that, that but, explains oh, yeah. how grandma Tarkin looked in Rogue one. Yeah. Ooh, it's, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh,
3: but it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see where they go with the, um, the side stories, the spinoffs from here on out, because, uh, I think they're just going to kind of start winging it from this point. So I hope they don't <laughs> yeah. start doing that.
2: Well, and uh, that kind of goes into like Boba Fett too. Like, what do you guys think about that? Like, unless um, I'm Jordan, was saying, Jordan said something in the comments here, which I uh, really, really enjoy. He said, Boba Fett works in the context of it being a bounty hunter movie. If they go that route, the potential is endless. Mm-hmm. Don't make Boba Fett a character piece.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I would like that. If James Mangold was making a bounty hunter film, I would be all about that. But after seeing Solo... I am not looking forward to Boba Fett. I, I like the obscurity mystery behind his character. I think what makes him cool is that we don't know anything about him and he shows up, he wrecks ass and then he dies. Right? Yeah. So, and also
1: Boba Fett, he was never interesting.
2: So well, yeah. he doesn't really <laughs> at all. He's no good. He to was me created dead. for the Christmas special, right? Yeah. So
1: uh Boba Fett, he's a side character. More than Captain Fest,
4: Captain Solo. I mean, we might as well green light a Watto movie at this
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> or or a
4: movie.
1: Like, also, also, also shout out. And Mark Ellis, was a uh, salacious crumb spinoff?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Shout out that. to Langley, who's in the comments. Uh, nice mm-hmm.
1: Nolan, remember that creature that Java has oh. access? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: the salacious crumb. Yeah.
4: yeah. This is why I'm more of a Harry Potter guy than a Star Wars guy, <laughs> or a Max. Repo I will say,
2: movie. I will say, like I, I, the lead up to the Force Awakens, because that was the first Star Wars movie I got to experience in theaters. Um, and with that movie, I cried my eyes out when I saw the Lucasfilm scene. The theater went nuts when last Jedi came around. Uh, I was same when that when that logo came, and by the end of that movie, I was just so emotionally invested. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this is a Star Wars film. And the crowd, even when the screenings I went to, that were, were loving it. Solo, when the the screen and the Lucasfilm logo came up, it was it was very interesting. The whole theater was silent, and then one lady's like, "Woo!" And then she kind of looked around. I was like, "Oops, not more Not doing this." Yep. Um, so it, it was, also it was happened awkward. in my screening. Oh, wow, we're surrounded. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. In my screening, it was like half full. Only three
2: people clapped in yeah. the in the Lucasfilm yeah. logo, and oh. I was like, "Ooh." Also, <laughs> before we before we get into Deadpool, um, what do you guys think of the 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 scripture or whatever at the beginning instead of how they did it in Rogue One?
1: Yeah, I
3: don't know. Not
2: that, that, that fluid. I um, was like partial I mean, about it. It was.
1: I uh, uh, for me, I was okay because I think it was needed because that was the problem with Rogue One. We needed like an
2: introduction, like but, um, but also it's like like, it's, a cold like open. it's like oh yeah, a long time ago in a galaxy far away now. Here's information. Here's information. Here's information. Here, this is what you need to know. This is what you need to know. It's like, just show us.
0: <laughs>
2: why, or, that's why I didn't really care for it because it's like, could you just have explained that throughout the movie instead of the, the mm-hmm. title cards?
1: And I will give Solo a 7 out of 10. I, I will give
2: it, it. I will not buy it on Blu ray. I will see it on Netflix. I'll buy it on Blu ray just for the collection, but I gave yeah, it a 4 same. out of 10. Sorry, I have my collection. I can't afford
4: to buy movies (laughs) that I don't like. So no, Nolan,
2: Nolan, Nolan. What you got to do is you got to go. You know those cheap bins of of Blu-rays. Find one that has the slip cover, and then go find Star Wars Han Solo. Put that in the slip cover and pay five dollars for it.
4: That's fucked (gasps) up. I don't. I don't think they have that in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: Whoa, I like, mean, wait, I mean, I, 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 they I, don't have that in Canada either. I don't want you guys to get bad ideas from all the wonderful Blu-rays I have sitting beside me. Troy, I, pre- I, I, pre-
4: I pre-ordered have, Ready Player uh, One a month ago, and that was like a treat for me. <laughs>
1: Troy, uh, I, and I'm what? sneaky, but I'm not
4: that sneaky. <laughs>
3: I I don't condone that behavior at all. I
4: I don't either.
2: It's very bad behavior. So don't do that. I know what
4: Solo's name reminded me of the most, like, writing-wise. You know, like, when they tried to introduce a villain on the first season of Gotham? And it's like, (laughs) my name is Jonathan Mr. Freeze. It was that kind of on-the-nose dialogue. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I I think I would give it a 6 out of 10 simply because like I didn't walk I walked out at least going yeah I, like I enjoyed my time at the theater so I give it uh, a fresh fresh rating yeah. but I also wanted to point out there's a couple of like easter more easter eggs like I think one of the aliens from emphasis Nest um was one of the saw guerrera's radicals from um Rogue one, Oh yeah the, like, I the alien guy with like the face <laughs> thing yep. and he like that like Bodhi meets and he's like just like, yeah,
4: one of them was Warwick the Davis as well because this is the only way he gets work, <laughs> yeah.
3: And uh, yeah, and
2: uh, <laughs> that's and,
3: that's awful, man. and uh, that's and awful. all, and, and all.
2: I heard they tried to get Vern Troyer, but he didn't answer yeah. his phone
3: calls,
2: <laughs> oh. <already> oh, dead.
3: <laughs> but, anyways. But also, uh, I did read, I didn't catch this at first, but I read someone's comment online that, you know how they made L3 the navigation computer for the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. They, like, built her in, and so it, like, makes sense for, like, in the original trilogy when, like, the the navigation computer on the Millennium Falcon starts giving, I think, like, either C3PO or R2 a really hard time uh-huh.
1: because oh, because L3 cool.
3: is super sassy. So, of that's course, cool. of course, she would give them a hard time once they start trying to... Communicate with her.
1: And also, I talking that was a about cool a, con- a Connection and historic. I love when Han Solo shot Woody Harrison yeah. first.
4: Yeah,
2: that was cool.
1: That
4: was, that was
2: cool. a cool thing.
4: That was, that was definitely a Lord of the Miller edition.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, so, with that being said, um, let's get into my fourth favorite movie of the year. I've seen this movie five times.
3: Uh, Deadpool 2. Saw it once.
2: What did you uh, guys I, think?
4: I, I loved it. I loved it. I expected to hate it and it blew me away.
1: Yeah.
4: thought
1: it was so,
2: okay. For me, it was okay. About... okay. Ryan Reynolds so, uh,
4: is sexy as hell and he is a Canadian national treasure, so I am with you on that. <laughs> there,
2: there's one thing in this film that I was blown away by, and I will never, like, this is the coolest thing to ever happen uh, in your a superhero fate? movie ever. No. How the hell? Uh, <laughs> did get that hit? How the hell? That's and great, and yeah. also also that uh-huh. was like, absolutely insane. I cried my eyes out when I saw that. That was I funny. was like, are you, I mean, sure. Does it mess with the timeline? No Not one gives really. a shit, <laughs> right? Cares? Like, yeah, I, the, I,
1: the X Men timeline is it's one of Deadpool. Them, no, it's dead, no,
2: exactly. Yeah,
1: the X Men timeline doesn't make any sense. No one cares. Yeah. It kind of
3: mm-hmm. makes sense if you pretend did, Wolverine origins like, never happened
2: no 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 it, i it actually kind of
3: makes sense
2: before logan and everyone knows that because i've said it so many times um yeah. before logan i watched every x-men film and if you do it in order watching it they do make sense
3: yeah if logan takes like, place in the same timeline that he uh sh- ends up in at the end of days future past just like yeah. 15 years later or some shit
2: it, well exactly or, so if you watch it in the or five order, i, I don't found know. something online that explained it right like there's a little, there's a little, like, maybe one or two things throughout the, the series that, you know, contradicts each other. But other than that, they do really fit well yeah, like, in Like series. minor
3: inconsistencies. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I want to, I want to just say, like, Deadpool 2 for me was way better than the first. Um, I, I loved, the, I loved this movie, man. The fact that I was able to see it so many times is, like, just for me, it was so funny. The cameos, Juggernaut was done incredible. I thought he was great. The whole um, dynamic with Cable. And I would like to say, since we mentioned Logan, if you parallel the storylines of Deadpool 2 and Logan, especially with Deadpool 2 opening up with um, the figure Mm -hmm. going around with the Logan music playing when he dies, they do steal a lot of the storyline from Logan. And I think that is hilarious, especially with Deadpool trying to be a father with Julian, with... Just all of the different little things, the parallels I thought were amazing, and that's something I caught maybe on my third uh,
0: viewing of the movie. If, yeah.
2: if New that... Mutants comes
4: out like later, was Deadpool three gonna be like a horror movie? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would
1: love that.
4: God, I hope no. New Mutants. You just have Deadpool showing up in the Pennywise store. <laughs> yes. That movie. Like I, this
1: I agree. Bill, Bill
4: was in Deadpool too, so. Yeah. I, I
1: agree with Jordan. He said I thought that the first one was more clever and the plot was more cohesive. I agree with yeah. Jordan because that's my same opinion. I like I have, the one so much because it was a surprise. It had better jokes. The jokes two, in this one was I have two pretty logical.
4: It.
2: Yeah, I mean. I
4: have okay, two questions. Ahead. Yeah. One, is dubstep still a thing? <laughs> what sharknado are we on <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah.
2: Oh. yeah man I, I don't know I think I think because the, the audience to, to counter, the my counter, yes I agree it depends on who you see it with because if you're mm-hmm. like because I saw it a couple times in like an empty theater and you know it's fun but you need that it's like any comedy you go see right you want that audience interaction um, but to counter what Raul was saying I think I think and I guess Jordan here too is that sure the first one had more of a complex storyline and Deadpool 2 was very basic, mm-hmm. right? But I think you needed a basic storyline for how crazy the character of Deadpool is and how off the charts he gets. You can't have some, you know, Oscar worthy script storyline of like all these different things happening. It's you know, you have Deadpool, he needs to go from point A to B and stop this guy. And it, it's not about that storyline, it's about the references and stuff he's making along the way and the characters that show up. Especially the the scene when X Force comes down, that's ripped right out of X Force number one when Zeitgeist saw them die. And the fact that he saves Peter at the end, I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Um but I agree. I think I think to counter that argument of, of that it was as not as as good as the first, I think um, the storyline, sure, I'll give you that. It wasn't as cool as the first movie. But again, I didn't really want it to be. I thought it gave us exactly what it needed uh, to make it entertaining.
4: There was one Easter egg I saw where they were talking. There's a part in Deadpool 2 where they have a news thing. And one of the the bylines says, uh, Christopher Plummer turns down role in Deadpool
2: 2. Did it actually say that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you. I didn't realize that. And I'm glad they mentioned that. In the ticker thing at the bottom there right when yeah. i remember seeing that scene and i remember looking because i'm like oh shit there's gonna be something here but i must have missed that that's genius that's funny wow wow that's amazing that that's see, that I makes me love this movie even yeah, more but i, I don't think it's
4: gonna be in the next one oh, of yeah. course
2: because
4: he's a freaking idiot <laughs> wow.
1: uh, i enjoy Deadpool too a lot i really like a lot of scenes I'm a little disappointed that Juggernaut, he didn't say his quote from The Last Stand. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Wow. I actually, I that was it, an yeah.
4: internet meme. That's not yeah. something the Juggernaut says. <laughs> yeah. so,
1: sorry, Nolan. I, will, I, will
2: I love no. that scene in The they, Last
1: Stand. And they so I was
2: not, disappointed. I liked The Last Stand. I thought that movie was great. Um, but I did think that they should have got Vinny Jones to voice Juggernaut mm-hmm. in this movie. I think that would have been cool.
4: I thought Julian Dennison was going to turn out to be Pyro because Pyro's Australian in the comics.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: But oh. I, I, I had no idea Fire Fist existed. Fire fists.
2: Yeah, Fire me neither. Because everything
1: was exactly like Pyro. The way that they stumbled into him. It was oh, the
3: I mean, same scene uh, in *Nature Pyro too. only
4: controls fire. Yeah, actually, fire. Pyro
3: cannot create fire. He can only manipulate <laughs> and control it. Actually, uh, uh, <laughs> that's why he is the lighter
2: in his wish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank okay, you, fair, fair. thank you, comic book nerd. Thank you. Yeah, nerd. I was gonna
2: say we need we need that scene of Homer Simpson going nerd. Uh, <laughs> that's me, nerd. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, I thought I thought even the the whole reason with cable. And the fact that the reason he's coming back is because Julian ended up killing his family, I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Having the blood on the teddy bear just soaked it in a little bit more. And the fact that Cable did say, "Look, I'll give you thirty seconds. That's all you get." And the fact that Deadpool was able to, you know, achieve yeah.
3: that—it was pretty much Looper.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean-
1: I'm pretty happy that that kid from Comfort the Wilder People, he got a great role in Deadpool 2, and I hope
2: he gets better roles after except, Deadpool 2. Except, if you're listening, that kid from, um, uh, where is he from? Comfort the Wilder People? No, 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 but like the actual, I don't want him to be um, stereotyped as that role. Because Wilder People and Deadpool 2, I thought he had very similar things in both characters. I don't. That's know, true. I don't want him to be like that, that same character in each thing. Give him, I think, also the joke he made about fat people not being superheroes, it killed me. I thought that was great.
1: Uh, Yeah, because you know that I like my fat people being main characters, and so that was a good joke.
4: If you're, if you're looking for that, you should follow my friend uh, Destiny. She's a fellow author at Fables and Faze. She's writing mm-hmm. like uh, fat people protagonists, and and she's cool. doing pretty cool work.
2: Well, especially like... We just need more fat people characters that aren't just falling and, you know, farting. Mm -hmm.
1: Also, I love that a lot of people, I read on Tumblr and the internet that sees people say, I'm gonna start this. People shipping now Colossus and Deadpool.
2: And Jordan's a question. I agree. Jordan actually just made another really, really good point. Um, He said, Ryan Reynolds deserves more credit because of the dramatic moments in Deadpool. I thought that he was great in both movies when he did dramatic moments. When he's in the purgatory, and I've seen a lot of people say that this was like a vision or something. No, he was in purgatory. That was waiting. purgatory, yeah. That was waiting for Vanessa. When those scenes hit, they hit. And the dynamic between those like, the two um, of, of the couple, I thought was done perfectly.
1: Yeah,
2: because the first time I
1: saw that, I was like, what? Like, the Vanessa and Deadpool relationship was the best thing in Deadpool 1, and then you well, kill her off in the first 10 minutes? Well,
2: and the fact, though, that like he well, could barely get into- in the first one, too. Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he couldn't get into purgatory because of his healing abilities, I'm like, there's so much there. There's so many different layers that I just loved mm-hmm. in, in Deadpool This
4: too. is the movie that I wanted Kingsman 2 to be, and just I wasn't.
2: Didn't, I, I didn't hate Kingsman 2, but I can see where you're going with that. I didn't like what they did with Harry in that film, but like, oh, yeah. I, know, I thought and, it
3: was fun. And Merlin <laughs> too, but oh. uh,
4: yeah, and, that's
0: and Elton John—that's
4: another El- video. Elton John was <laughs> awesome.
2: So. never that's just Elton John.
4: Weirdly uh, enough, Taron Egerton is going to play Elton John in the Elton uh, John biopic.
1: Elton John was the most forced cameo that I have seen in a movie in a long time.
4: Uh, Darth Maul—he was a supporting character. <laughs> he was he a
2: was supporting a- character. A- um, yeah, I like the though. Yeah, with anyway, the
1: book, um uh can we talk about that end credit scene?
2: That was hilarious. Uh, that was hilarious. You know, you know if you ask Ryan Reynolds about it now, he refuses that Green Lantern happened. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> actually pretending that that That's was great. like I mean, it's amazing. Uh,
1: but it it creates a pretty meta super meta like it's not a plot hole, but you really think about it because in Deadpool one, he said, Don't make my suit green of animated. And then he goes back in time, he says that he's Ryan Reynolds, and he looks like Ryan Reynolds, and he's Deadpool, and he he laughs about Ryan Reynolds, and then he kills Ryan Reynolds two times. He kills. I think it's just like oranges.
2: a sketch travel. It's just like yeah, I don't it. is a
1: sketch. I thought that it's a sketch party. You
2: really think about now, it. <laughs> now, there was. Did you guys hear about the scene that they cut out from that ending? What? So they filmed. So, it's yeah. going to be on the Blu-ray. It's going to be on the Blu-ray. They filmed a scene where Deadpool goes back and kills Baby Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and, and Fox and Fox and Fox made them cut it out because they thought killing a kid would be too much in the ending.
1: <sighs>
2: <laughs> Good enough for George that. Lucas.
1: <laughs> sorry. sorry if i were the producer i would have totally approved that scene
4: oh yeah no because actually there is some people out there who would view that as political yeah yeah uh, don't, okay. don't bring my politics K- into my dip. K- killing adolf uh, hitler
3: uh, is not political <laughs> it's one of the most oh despicable human beings in the history of you
2: planet know earth there's
4: people out there that would be pissed about that
2: also also since uh, we're talking about hitler i do want to just pitch if you haven't yet, watch um History Channel has a show called Hunting Hitler, where they've proven the fact that Hitler got out of the bunker and moved to Spain. And Eric Eichmann, by the way, I'm just huge into uh World War II and Nazis and stuff, because I just find it absolutely interesting that there was these despicable people on this earth. Um they explain that like he we got to Spain. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well they're still marching in Texas. Um the fact the fact that they explain that like um, the, sorry, 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 I, I know that, uh, white people talking about Hitler. Is very for you. Um, I only just no, noticed not about show. a Hitler mask in the background. No, 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 no. That's not Hitler. If you haven't seen uh, the following with Kevin Bacon, that's actually Edgar Allan Poe. And, um, he's, uh, it's, it's, sure. the mask. it's one of the masks from the movie. I can't, I can't debate this though.
3: <laughs> oh God. What's he gonna pull out? This
2: is a um, knife I found in Lethbridge, which is near us, um, and it actually is a modern-day uh, Nazi knife. I bought it because it looks cool. Like I think that's it a belongs
3: cool in a museum.
2: It belongs. But anyway, Raul, don't say Han Solo was a good movie anymore because you know. Oh, oh,
4: my, what I, kind of show have you invited me on? <laughs> 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 uh, uh,
2: I, yeah, no, no, no Nolan, this is all on Nolan because the first time you were on, we just started bitching out Raul, and oh, not... whenever you are around, I get very aggressive towards him, so I think it might be you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, it... I have my
4: reasons because he keeps shipping me and Morgan Robinson together for no reason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um you have yeah, similar no, accents I, 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 that's enough enough about the uh nazi stuff because that's fucking weird uh but anyway watch, <laughs> my, show. watch my show if you're interested in it. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. <laughs>
0: um
2: but yeah was there was there anything i mean i also i gave deadpool um a nine out of ten i thought it was Ooh. really really good um like I, said, I liked it more the first and it's one of my favorite movies of the year it made my top five um, which very quickly? Uh, Avengers: of Age of Ultron, Annihilation, A Quiet Place, Deadpool, and Isle of Dogs are my top um, I think you, Age of Ultron. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, Infinity War is what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, sorry. What's Age of Ultron?
4: <laughs> I don't recall that movie existing. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, sorry, um, so no,
4: no, a...
1: me and Troy defend and just Age of Ultron. We, yeah, yeah, we, we like, like Age of, of Ultron. Ultron.
4: I I don't
2: hate it. It's fine. <sighs> I think I think when you watch. The problem with Marvel movies is, is that I don't think a lot of them are great standalones, but if you watch them like I did into Infinity War, there's so many things in there that would just work when you watch them as one big television show.
4: Mm. I'll, I'll give you that. I, I don't I, hate Age of Ultron. it's pretty fun.
1: I will give Deadpool 2 an 8 out of 10. It was pretty enjoyable. Thank you, Team Mobile, for the coupon.
2: Also, Brandon, <laughs> I bought that ticket for Brandon and Janine. Thank you for the coupon. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, also, shout out, Janine. You better come on this podcast. We need some Viper Squad action. We had Jay Washington on. Viper so, Squad.
3: So we, need, so we need. Available on t Public.
2: Oh, <laughs> so. Uh, Brandon I, I, Brandon I has was... just become a walking advertisement for the Schmodown. Oh, you
1: guys yeah. this? He's a super. I thought he
2: was night. on the
4: Schmodown from how much he talks about He's it. Just, what? I what I, I made, made a cameo. Just <laughs> was. was that's true.
1: Oh yeah, and sorry, <laughs> but I gave Brandon the cameo because it was
2: between me and Brandon. I was like, Brandon is a cute one. Make him Raoul, the cameo. Raúl's cameo is gonna be special, and. To point out the cameo, please go watch the last episode of Jedi Council because our boy Raul um, was out on that episode. Oh yeah, look at that.
3: There I am.
2: Hey, Ra- Raul, you were on Jedi Council? Like on the Yeah,
3: yeah he was. He got interviewed.
4: I am gonna look I, for the first time in my life, I'm gonna watch Jedi Council and not yeah. look at the comment section.
2: <laughs> it's it's a great episode. He's on if you want Nolan, I'll just help you. 40 minutes into the episode, that's when he appears. Oh,
4: look at that, ready to go. Oh, man. You're, you're yeah. moving up in the world, buddy. Oh, you can... <laughs> yeah. I love this. The, the yes, yeah, so I was just going to pull that up. You can see him My lurking God, behind Riley. So so like, if, you guys, like, if you guys were Schmodown competitors, what would your names be?
1: Oh, uh, Already, I was thinking with Janine. I was like, mine will be the Hunter, because I want no. to enter I want to be the, with the song from Supernatural. Carry on my way. That? And I will come want- like a steam with the jacket and everything. Well,
3: since since the professor is already taken, I think I'd probably go with either the mechanic or the physicist.
2: I like that. Oh, I know. This is the first time I've announced this. I haven't even told Royal this, but I've been thinking about it. If, the, if our podcast ever gets to be a team, my character in the schmodown, I'm going to wear a mask and nobody's going to know who I am. I pitch aside
3: really everybody cool. watching this show right now. Except for
2: everyone the two people watching. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: and also my plan is to be the anti-Roka. I want to be – I don't want none of the veils. You already I'm are the
2: be- anti-Roka.
4: You're <laughs> yes. on the slowdown.
2: <laughs> no, what's awesome about the whole Roka-Raul thing is the fact that like – so Raul and I have uh, conversations throughout, and there's a lot of things that he tells me that I keep quiet. But the fact that um, when like he's at parties and stuff and he sees um, Roca, and they still chirp each other out, like it's fantastic. Yeah. It's like a real rivalry, quote unquote, you know, it's great.
1: Yeah. Brandon, the first time he went to the studio, he saw that was the most epic me and Roka banter ever. So oh yeah,
3: he,
1: they he saw me and Roca bantering in Spanish in English for five minutes.
3: It was intense. We were
1: screaming at each other. There were some
3: foul gestures involved.
1: But, but mm-hmm. I thought Brandon was just hiding in the corner though. No, he was. <laughs> oh yeah, because he was like, I, I don't want Caster to see me. He was totally fine. <laughs> like when when Brandon met Custer, he was like this. I like Dipper in gravity falls. He was like- I've
4: met Copster before that. Okay. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> also, I also, sh- if I was on yeah, the if I was on the showdown, I'd, I'd be called the Highland Warrior. Oh, I like that. Uh, also,
2: also, I do want to just say, uh Brandon, we're, we're just—I don't want you to get sad. Like, we're just—we're just making fun, right? We—it's totally cool about the whole pillow love fest you have going on and the whole way you're saying, I think it's actually commendable, but why the fuck don't you have a, Raul, we need a pillow for our podcast, because I want Brandon (laughs) to on my my face, (laughs) and shout out to Janine, you did a film physics logo, we need a a guest spotlight merch, we'll do that, I love that. She also did one for,
4: it's a wonderful podcast with me and Morgan, if you want to get that on a pillow, and start humping our faces for some (laughs) reason. You guys need a logo. We
2: we do, I, I have a, well right now it's just that like, just you know the face with the well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
4: whatever.
2: Just how the um, logo <laughs> be
4: Raul like pawning over Raylo?
1: <laughs> no, I, uh, I was telling Troy, and I have planned this logo for a long time. Like yeah. we can be like in Gravity Falls, yeah. but instead of having a flashlight, we can have a camera, mm-hmm. and one of us can have a computer, like discussing
0: everything.
1: It could be instead of being the gulse, it could be Hollywood. It like could be like Gravity
2: Falls but yeah. me and him. Yeah, I love that idea. I, I would love to be a Gravity's Fall character. I think that would be sweet.
1: Yeah, that, that's my idea for the logo but We can still lo- look into it. Yeah, but also Ted, finally we changed the name. Do we yeah. say the name the
2: guest yeah. spotlight? <laughs> that's what the channel there, everyone kind of knows that. I'm going through right now just to see if there was any other uh, news this week that came out that we can kind of touch on. The X casting oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would, all of those so far have been incredible. James uh, McAvoy
4: going I... up against Pennywise. I am so down for that. <laughs>
1: wait, wait, wait. James McAvoy is Pennywise?
4: No, no James McAvoy is no. playing Bill.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh. Ooh. Hey,
4: also, also,
1: also, remember, Troy, that I told this like a year ago that I was – I think they were going to do a lot of unknowns for the kids, and they're doing that. Which they're is not great. Doing, they're not doing, like, all big actors. Like, they, a lot of people wanted Kristen Bale and Well, they've got so a few. Many. Also, they did got that uh, – it was not Bryce Dallas Howard. Jessica the other Chastain. Redhead. Oh, yeah. we should talk so about her. Friend?
2: Yeah. She's yeah. officially
3: oh, – yeah. And
2: Bill Hader. So Bill Hader, James McAvoy, mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain, and then I think the rest were unknowns, right? I don't remember if mm-hmm. they – Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, we should talk about quickly too the Newman in Black movie with Chris Hemsworth, (laughs) Tessa Thompson, and now Liam Neeson. I need this directed by the guy who did Straight Outta Compton, F. Gary Gray. Oh, I didn't Uh, know he was directing that. This is coming out of nowhere, and I I think it's shaping up to be a really good film.
1: I want a Jonah
2: Hill and Channing Tatum cameo. I hope Mm -hmm. so. The fact that that twenty-two Jump Street Men in Black thing got canceled is yeah. like I wanted to see that I so bad. I thought that
3: would have been great, and uh, I would have loved it. Yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. I mean, like they're just two police officers that get pulled into the Men in Black, mm-hmm. just like Will Smith did. Makes sense to me.
4: I mean, also, the, the original so... director for that was the dude who did Alice Through the Looking Glass. So ew, yeah.
1: <laughs> also,
2: Sony, please do twenty-three Jump Street. Please. We need it. We do. I love I love those characters. Or or even better, can we just see more Channing Tatum? Yep. Because because in, if there's In
3: Gambit coming 2054.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Old Man Gambit. <laughs> oh my Gambit. That's
1: the thing that we're gonna see.
3: After the twenty fifth rewrite and the fiftieth director.
1: <laughs> oh, That's great. Especially That's great. Because the director have... of
4: Gambit is being born today.
1: <laughs> yeah, because what was talking about the news because now Comcast made an offer all in cash
2: yeah.
1: for I mean, the I mean, rest honestly,
2: of Fox. I, I don't want to get into that because it's literally all he said, she said bullshit. Yeah, about really confirmation, right? Like, as far as I'm concerned, right, Fox and X-Men right now are dead. We're going to have our next films. We don't know the future of it. If Comcast ends up buying um their characters, awesome. You know, that's great. They'll get to do more um, movies and reboot both franchises and, and start fresh. I think that will be great. But, again, if we get to have them in the Marvel Universe, I'm going to come. So it's <laughs> it's really, you know, it's, it's going to be amazing. Also, also can
4: I'm can I get being in the MCU, but not so much yeah. the X-Men. It'd be too confusing. Unless, yeah.
2: unless. I do have a pitch, and I, this is something I've been thinking okay. about. Right At the end of it, Avengers 4, still let Thanos win kill all the remaining less of the Avengers, and reboot the Marvel Cinematic Universe with X-Men and Fantastic Four. Just kill all of them. That would so be you, cool.
4: you, you want to do a, a future pass.
2: Like, yes. no, 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 no not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. That's, that's a good thing, Nolan,
1: because that's the thing that Troy is pitching, is that there's a future pass of the MCU. But,
2: but not necessarily because I don't want it to be a necessary reboot. I'm looking at it as more of we have this 10 year long marvel universe and at the end of it the villain wins and i think that would just that's never been done before and i think that would be interesting because thanos is such a cool character um but i don't know i don't think that will ever happen like obviously black panther guardians 3 and spider-man have been announced captain marvel's coming out like they're not going to do that but i think it would have been cool
4: thanos you better not take my mysterio away from me <laughs>
2: <laughs> um we should mention too before we wrap this up um the happy time murders trailer this movie jumped to my i cannot wait and and raul knows i do not like melissa mccarthy i think she is a garbage Troy, actress Troy I, I hate her i hate her but i like her but, but look <laughs> the reason i didn't like her is because the reason i didn't like a lot of chris farley's stuff i know that's controversial i'm sorry but i don't like i don't like the big comedian hearty freaking yeah I I just, I hate, I hate the idea of like a fat I cried
1: when Chris Farley died 20 years ago.
2: Do you guys want to know something? I killed Chris Farley because he died and I was born like a couple hours later. Oh, so technically you you are the thing Chris Farley. Mm. Wait, how
1: old are you? Oh,
2: wait, you do a lot lot of pot? You like comedy? Oh my God, you're Chris Farley. Wait, wait, Chris Farley did more than just pot. He I know. Into some very, very I know. He did coke and all of those stuff. <laughs> um, but no. The, the, what I wanted to say, before, like, like the fact I just don't really like those characters, those fat characters, like Melissa McCarthy did, where she just falls and like, like I don't like that. But the fact that in Life of the Party, the new one with this movie coming out, Spy was was you know it still had some moments, but I liked it. Bridesmaids was good. I think what she's gonna do in Happy Time Murders looks fantastic. And I like the supporting cast with um, Will or, or uh, the, guy, uh, the guy from um, Community, uh, Joel McHale. I thought he looked great in that trailer. The fact that we're going to be getting like a Muppet version of Sausage Party looks great. I don't know. This movie looks amazing, especially because it's done by the guys who, you know, Jim Henson's son. Like, oh, this movie looks it, amazing
4: to me. It looks like the Muppet version of 21 Jump Street.
2: Did you yeah. hear that Sesame Street is suing them for uh, yes. like, legibility? I think that's great. That's only gonna make it so more people go see this movie. By the way, any kind of press like that is good. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised one
4: to be relevant again.
3: I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they asked Sesame Street to sue them just for the publicity. Yeah,
2: that that's fair. Also, um,
1: can I talk really quickly about Show Dogs?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm just bringing up my list too of Letterbox because I know it's been a couple. Um, uh, weeks to have done this. So I want to go ahead and do that. I'm going to bring up my list and kind of tell you guys what movies I've seen recently quick and then we can go into theirs and then um, it.
1: Uh, when I saw Show Dogs, I think I needed to drink or I needed to get baked because that movie <laughs> was an experience. I can see why Dan Merle recommended it. <laughs> oh my God. It's one of the worst movies that I have seen, but it was funny as hell because it was so bad. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I'm not going to waste my time on that.
1: Um, no,
4: I, don't remember,
1: I don't remember the name of the rapper. That is the, 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 the dog's voice. But that scene, Troy, you need to see that scene when he comes on Blu-ray, when he, they touch his testicles, and he imagines <laughs> that he's with Will, Ford, Will Arnett dancing, I have the time of my life. <laughs> and you and see the dog carrying Will Arnett. Oh, my God. Oh. God
3: aren't they recutting that movie because it was so offensively yeah, they bad They
1: recutting that scene because they Oh, oh no. no, Brandon oh. it's a PG movie they showed those that dog testicles like five times
4: <laughs> Did fucking Victor Salva direct this? <laughs>
2: No, um, I will mention Raul who you're thinking about is Ludacris. Ludacris was in that and Ludacris mm-hmm. is garbage. He's not even that good of a rapper, okay? Like, no, thank you. No, there's a... about
3: Tej like that.
2: I wanna I wanna
1: Ooh. question to get answer about that movie. They you think that the animals can understand humans, that the humans can understand them? But then that doesn't. So they said, hey, the humans can understand us. But then the humans said, hey, I know what you're saying. So what what, the the fuck is happening?
4: You know what, Raul? That doesn't sound very logical to me.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh, no. And I tweeted. I was alone in the theater. I tweeted live that movie. Oh, how bad it was.
2: Shame on you, Raul. Turn your phone off in the movie. I don't,
1: Shame.
4: Shame.
2: Shame. I don't care if is there. Shame. Shame. You know what? No
4: I would war. I would rather people tweet about how bad Show Dogs is for five months than keep tweeting about The Last Jedi. Is uh-huh. that still
2: a thing? Because oh I, I I I go, I, go, I, go I, I
4: still see I still see at least twenty hot takes on it per day.
3: Go to any go to any solo related thread, and they'll be like, oh, yep. it's tanking because of the fan reaction to the last Jedi." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Oh, shut the hell up!"
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so so dogs. What would you rate
4: it? Like, ten out of ten? <laughs> no, it <Okay>,
2: transcends
0: <laughs> ratings, Troy. <laughs> transcends yeah, no. ratings.
2: No, like...
4: <laughs> it's like the room of dog movies. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a, the disaster as equivalent about the making. Wait, of the show yes,
1: yes, because this is a scene that happened when they resolve the whole case. They give out like a final twist. The one of the dogs on the on the show, he was the 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 FBI of dogs, and they wanna hire that dog to be a, doing a whole new case. And he says to the screen, "Here we go again."
4: Oh That's
1: the gosh. ending of the movie. No, my brain was like...
4: I'm just glad Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom's out soon so I can have something to be excited about. I'm looking forward to that. I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm
2: I'm excited. I
1: love J.A. Bayona. I love dinosaurs. That movie, and Dogs, and and Dogs 2, the Revenge of Kitty Galore, those two movies are Citizen K compared (laughs) to Show Dogs. That's how bad Show Dogs is.
4: The first Cats and Dogs <laughs> is just harmless, fun, really. It, it's a fine I'm not gonna kids movie. i you.
2: I didn't even think those were movies until he was talking about Show Dogs. I, I, <laughs> they totally kind of, yeah.
1: I'm a fan of those two Cats and Dogs movies because I know they're bad, but they were enjoyable. Yeah. But this so, one, like, I listened to Langley. I was like, oh, don't worry. You're going to see it on Dollar Tree next weekend. Yeah. That's how bad it is it? Even with the movie pass, I feel guilty. Of seeing it.
0: Hmm.
1: No, okay. like Troy, if I ever go to Canada, we it's need playing. to see it's, pl- it's
2: playing at my theater. I could we go see free.
1: No, when we go to see it later, i me and you we need to do a commentary. Okay. Drunk.
2: Yeah. That's a movie yeah.
1: that you need we need to do a commentary. No, that's okay. a movie that has to be analyzed.
4: Okay. I'd be worried to be in a commentary with Raul because he might get very violent. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: No. Um, Even Troy has said it. Maybe we should do a row one. Yeah, Can I would love to do that. I want to do that, oh, I I to do that super, with him. I, I, I will get super
2: fucking violent. <laughs> <laughs> hey! You better not get violent with me.
4: Oh, oh no. Jesus. Put that <laughs>
1: away.
4: Uh, Dude, uh, be careful. That <laughs> not seem like it's going to end up being your logo. Uh,
2: so,
1: Troy. Okay, so, so, um, I, I yeah, will I, bring my machete. It you oh, try to kill me.
2: Fine, fine. You win. You win. <coughs> um, I do want to mention, though, before we wrap things up, I did get to see two movies that I have been dying to see. Um, and these were ones that I rumored were coming out. But the first one is Terminal. Now, this is that Margot Robbie movie. Have you guys seen anything about this with Mike Myers and Simon Pegg?
4: I've heard about it, yeah. I'm a fan of Simon Kay. Pegg's.
2: It's, it's very, you know, it's, uh, story-wise, sure, it's kind of dumb. But they do something at the end with Mike Myers that blew me away. It mm-hmm. just for just for the moment in that film alone, what they do with with when you realize that like holy shit that like Austin like this guy that's not been around that much he he has this incredible role. Um, so please go see that. I don't want to spoil anything though. And I got to see that Jim Carrey movie, uh, Dark Crimes which is that detective film he's that in.
3: has like a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Okay, so
2: it's it's not as bad as The, the Snowman with Michael Fassbender, but it, oh it has, my God. It, it's, it's there's a lot of good things in this movie, though. His performance is great. The storyline between... Because I think it was like this author's writing a book and there's parts in this book that like are uh, tied to crimes that are happening in real life. That sounds so he's like trying Castle. to figure out... Yeah. Oh, is that, is that the thing of castle? I've never heard. Yeah.
4: That's basically castle. So, Mm. so
2: it's just, it's such a long dreading film. So I get the negative aspects to it because you leave just feeling gross, but just to see Jim Carrey again in a role that is different than H. Ventura pet detective. And now he's, I'm going to walk into a, a nude women and, and blood everywhere detective. I think that was really, really cool. So, those two movies, I did want to say they, um, you might not like them, but give them a chance because I think they were really, really cool. And the directors uh, did a really good job with them, um, especially getting both Mike Myers and Jim Carrey in films in 2018. That's all I have. All, I, I just, I was stunned. So. Uh, also, going quickly, Life
1: of the Party was pretty fun. It was a surprise. Oh, was and also, that movie Breaking In with Gabrielle Union was a lot of fun. Mm. I really enjoyed it. And also, Book Club. That was not the movie that I was expecting. I was expecting like old ladies uh reading Fifty Shades of Grey and trying to recreate Fifty Shades of Grey. It was nothing like that. Fifty Shades of Grey is like two minutes and they focus on their stories. Please yeah. don't please don't think that you say, Oh my god, they're gonna do something with Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey is only one plot point, so little. You need to, you learn about their stories. You know like, you want to know their storylines. They're pretty good characters, especially Andy Garcia and Diane Keaton's relationship. Well, that was the best part of the movie. Awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. it. was a very delightful romantic comedy, especially a romantic comedy with all actors. It was pretty fun. That's awesome. If um, I
4: want to no. watch a romantic comedy with all the actors, I just watch Love Actually.
2: Uh, That's a good one. Uh, now before mm-hmm. we end, I wanna I wanna leave the floor to you, Brandon and Nolan. Um, is there anything you wanna talk about quickly before we we uh, mm-hmm. wrap this up? Is there anything you wanted to bring up?
4: Uh, Brandon, you go first, buddy. Oh man, Uh Throw you film in the, six. Uh, oh.
2: <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. Why don't do you? Uh, so you just did an episode of uh, Quiet Place, right? You wanna talk yes. about kind of um, that? And actually, Brandon, I'll leave this to you. Why don't you uh, pitch and kind of uh, announce the idea that we, uh, me, you, and Raul have been playing around with?
3: Oh, man. Well, okay. Well, yeah, I just just did a, a film physics on A Quiet Place. Uh, so took about a couple months off of making videos because I just moved out to California. Um, so I'm getting back into the swing of things now. I got another video that I'm working on. Um, what is it? Uh, about how to simulate gravity in space. So I'm kind of using different science fiction films and TV shows as like oh. a frame of reference to try That's to... really cool explain that. So I hope it comes out okay. Uh, and yeah, I, I just got, uh, I've got so many ideas flowing through my head for different types of shows. Um, maybe but trying I, to
2: I really love the idea you were pitching me about the once a month um, tie-in with Raul and yourself. I love that idea.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still uh, uh, my ideas are evolving every day.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, no, why don't we leave it with that there's things coming with uh, the three of us and, and i'm very excited to see how they turn out um when we develop them and stuff but just a little oh, yeah. announcement that there are there's things in the works.
3: There are things yeah. in the works for sure.
1: I, I would love to make like a a meta film physics that I could be the the one doing Brandon <laughs> and I could do Brandon. I would do a, a film physics of Brilliant Liars how I, A survives so many shit I w-
2: I want Raul to go through <laughs> every movie and just pick out what's logical about them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah just call it is it logical yeah. he's, and he's just dressed up as spock every time
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> i have a spock shirt yeah I that's true spock shirt. i've seen it <laughs> yeah. I also, like, amazing, also brandon it's, it's awesome is amazing. that bill nye on what? that corner is that oh. bill nye
3: oh yeah i've got bill nye and neil degrasse tyson up on the wall over there
2: Oh, I like that. That's cool.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but that's that's amazing. I'm glad to hear things are going well and that you're starting to do more videos and stuff. Um, and like I said, talking to you through, um, you know, a lot of the projects and stuff we've been working on. I think I think they're going to turn out really awesome. So,
3: oh yeah, uh, I'm definitely ramping things up. So there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming. Uh, I just started a Patreon, so if anybody wants to give me their money, (laughs) I will happily
4: accept.
2: I was gonna I talk can to Raul send you. Bit. I
4: can send you nudes instead of money. Is that okay?
2: That's that's actually well, Nolan. I was gonna tell Raul. That's all, we don't have a Patreon. We just exclusively like people's nudes. So uh, <laughs> you can just support us that way uh, if you're listening. I,
1: I, I want photos of Morgan and Morgan together. Oh that's my god! Oh, oh, it never ends. It never ends. <laughs> I want Morgan and Morgan having tea. That will be my only photo that I need. <laughs> it's summer, hey. why would I be drinking tea? <laughs> <laughs> hey
3: if, if, you um, don't want, if you don't want to give me your money, I won't take nudes, but just uh, just subscribe to my them, YouTube channel.
2: Them. No, I thought you even one better. Send them your pillows
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yes,
1: uh, uh, when I saw Brandon here in my apartment, with one of my pillows, I was worried. <laughs> uh, my, pillow,
2: my pillow said she was okay. Um, but Nolan, so I know you have the podcast with uh, Morgan. Uh, did you yeah. want to kind of pitch that and tell us a little bit about what you have been working on?
4: Uh, so me and Morgan do uh, It's a Wonderful Podcast where we talk about classic movies. Uh, we're going to be doing one on Some Like It Hot uh, pretty soon. Um, I've also got uh, – I'm going to try and get a uh, a video essay out before the end of the month so I can get that Patreon money back, and I've been working on one about mm-hmm. it. Oh. for, uh, for a while now uh, awesome. and also uh, you guys uh, you you probably heard me talking about moonflower a lot on my own twitter yeah. mm-hmm. page that's currently with a literary agent in new york Holy so shit,
2: man. that is very, incredible
4: it's very possible it could get published but i don't want to make any promises yeah. but in the meantime i am working on a couple new stories and uh the problem is i don't know which one to start writing Mm. So Uh, one is a sequel in the same universe as Moonflower, but focusing on a kid who has a talent for stage magic and then gets brought into like a coven of witches. And the other one Raul knows about, uh, it's a series I've been working on called Tommy Taylor. Ooh, I I
1: like that character.
4: It's uh, this 15 year old kid from London uh, who his dad gets shot and he ends up going to a new public school. And it's basically like Sherlock Holmes in high school. Whoa. So it thinks, think Sherlock Holmes meets Harry Potter. And the title I have for that is Tommy Taylor and the guilty journalist. I've got six books planned for this series. I've been wow. working it out for the past couple of years. I want this to be my Harry Potter. So mm-hmm. uh, if, you, if you, if you like that, uh, give me a follow. I'll probably be tweeting about it.
2: Course, I want to say, and, and Raul, I'm just going to speak for you as well. Uh, like when your book gets published, we're going to do a separate video. We're going to read it, both of us. We'll, we'll pick it apart. That's fucking incredible. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Able to get that me thing. and Amazing. Troy,
1: we're going to do our book club.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 know that, I know based on Raul's taste, he is going to love Moonflower Jones because she is freaking terrifying.
1: Oh, uh, the thing you have said about, uh, about Moonflower, and that's on my list. The, uh, you already sent me the, the, the book, and I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love... Those kind of villains, especially when you told me that pitch, I was like, especially also, I love Tommy Taylor. When you sent me that first chapter, I was like, <gasps> I need to more more about him.
4: It's awesome. Uh, uh, Brandon, just in case you don't know, uh, Moonflower is basically about a kid who wishes to meet her favorite fictional character. And her favorite fictional character is Moonflower Jones, who turns out to be evil. Nice. And then it's kind of that kind of story. I'm going for like a Coraline sort of vibe.
1: Yeah. Oh, awesome. And also Sounds I love good. Meta. And so that's the most perfect thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> um and, so yeah, and, and you, also if your lover is a wonderful one. If you're a fan and you want to know who Raul is, you can still watch the old episodes of the Monday show and you can watch this episode. <laughs> yeah, because I do every episode that, uh, that, that, that
4: episode
2: that that episode where um uh where yeah where you and Morgan were on was by far the best, funnest episode of the Monday show that we had. And it definitely, like, in history books, when they write about me and Raul, that that episode's going to stick out as, as one of the best, for sure. That was so a lot of you, fun yeah, That was amazing, yeah. Um, and also, for people watching, if, if you wanted to check out both of those guys' channels there, uh, links are in the description. Uh, I also have their latest videos in there, too, so please check that out. I know I have uh, your Film Physics uh, Quiet Place video and then your uh, Last Jedi uh, stories as lessons uh, because that's, those are both just beautiful videos. Um, so, so thank you for doing those. Um, but where where can we find you guys on Twitter?
4: Uh, you can find me at nolanddean 27 uh, You can send me nudes at nolanddean 27 by DMs. <laughs> Raúl, I see that look in your eyes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you,
4: uh, go ahead, buddy.
3: I was gonna say you you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at BrandonHannah07. And uh, you can give me your money at patreon.com slash Brandon <laughs> And if it. you don't... Do and it.
1: Promote. promote those pillows.
3: <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can pick up your own film physics pillow now at tpublic.com. <laughs> I'm way, I, I, I
4: actually, I'm actually need some new pillows.
3: Merchandise <laughs>
2: hey, when I get my paycheck, I'm going to order one of the film physics pillows just so I can use it as a cum rag. So thank you for that.
3: <laughs> you are quite welcome. <laughs> But I really, should thank Jimmy for, for the logo.
2: Also,
4: uh, one more thing: this isn't my uh, channel, but uh, our friends uh, Tom and Kimber, who do Odd yes, Shape Panel, they just started night. doing uh, episodes again. They're going to be doing an anti-hero episode, I think, tomorrow night. Yes, tomorrow. Okay, cool. I can't, I can't make it because of school stuff. But if you want to go there and talk uh, anti-heroes with them, go enjoy oh, them. They're really fun to talk and, to. And, and
2: that group of cats are. Our so entertaining they're they're amazing i couldn't i couldn't bless them enough with what they're doing so please go check them out because uh odd panel and um even i heard maybe there's something coming up with jack this summer you know there's a reboot happening right some fan friction which i am so stoked on and i'm gonna kick brandon's ass i will demolish you no No. you will not i am i the problem the problem with me in debates is um (laughs) i get really angry so (laughs)
4: <laughs> my, no, my problem no. is I don't get angry enough, oh, and I no. get my ass kicked. Troy, they're
1: so damn angry. We, you just Troy. saw it how he got angry when I said row one.
3: Troy, <laughs> ar- arguing with an engineer is like wrestling with a pig in mud. After a while, you start to realize that he likes it.
2: Yeah, well, you know. Wow, well, hey, Brandon, you get <laughs> cocky. <laughs> Didn't you, you say you were
4: going on a date after this, Brandon? <laughs>
2: What does uh, your evening
4: uh, involve? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: you uh,
4: don't want to know.
1: Me and Brandon, we always go to get Starbucks every week. We catch
4: yeah. always every how week. many pumpkin spice lattes has Raul ordered? <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I, do, I don't like pumpkin <laughs> spice lattes, Nolan. I um, ordered my same order: a Java chip, a venti Java chip with extras with extra chocolate and a espresso shot. Hmm.
2: Thank you. <laughs> oh, and um Oh, yeah, go
3: ahead. Oh, yeah. And you could also catch me on the latest movie trivia schmodown getting rejected by <laughs> Stacy Howard.
2: Hey, man, honestly, it was it was worth the shot. So was, good you know, on you.
3: Whatever. You know, her loss. And
2: also, her loss, you can, her loss. Her loss, you
1: can her catch loss. me on Twitter at Raul Beto RDC. You can catch me fighting with Roca on Twitter.
3: Of course. Every time. The best. And
1: also, Brandon, we're going to see each other this Saturday. For their live
4: snowdown Oh yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm, Stop I, being to, I, I just want to come out to LA now because Scotland is so boring. The most exciting thing that's happened is some guy had a balloon outside.
3: <laughs> <laughs> was, Wait, I, was it a red balloon?
4: No, it a, <laughs> it, no, it was a Rangers FC balloon, so it wasn't that much better.
2: <laughs> oh, um, and and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just look like up my name, Troy Loxton. Uh, I do want to pitch though. Uh, please go uh, to um, uh, Doombox Talks. This was uh, Jason Mickey's uh, podcast. Yeah, well, yeah he's he, a friend of mine. Really yeah, cool so guy. he, he oh, he's great, man. And yeah, so he just great, had man. me on uh, his reboot of his podcast, and we got to talk about my movie that I just made uh, in November, Father. Um, and that whole conversation was, was incredible. So please go check that out. Um, check out the rest of the channel. Go through our archives. Look at all the videos. Uh, we have a lot of stuff coming up. I'm just in negotiations actually with an editor. I was talking to Raul about that. So a lot of our movie reviews and stuff are going to have a little bit of a different flair to them when we start posting those.
0: Nice. Um,
2: a couple other uh, podcast ideas that we're playing around. The show that I do with my friend Austin Vinyl where we go through independent rap artists and different musicians. That's going to be coming back very soon. Uh, we've just both had really big scheduling problems so we haven't been able to do that. And um, also a yeah, thing that, that I want to
1: do and I'm going to teach it right now because we're live I really want to do that one-on-one when I get the time to see your movie. I want to interview you about everything that happened in that movie. I want to overanalyze it to know about
2: the behind the scenes, everything. Well, and when that happens, um, I'll do a special announcement because we're actually going to be putting uh, the movie up online for free so that everyone can watch it now. It had its little bit of run on my website. Uh, We made the amazing dollar of 15, which is incredible. Um, so we did that and now we're going to, we're going to try to get as much views for it as I can, because it is disturbing. It is gross and it's something that no one has seen before. So please check that out when, uh, it's released and that should be within a week. My laptop comes in tomorrow, so I'll have all the files (laughs) again and stuff. So Hmm. it'll be cool. But with that being said, I guess, uh, thank you everyone for watching. This is the first episode of the guest spotlight. That's cool. Um, peace out guys. Bye bye. Yeah. Wait, why isn't it doing it? Where's my mouse? Jesus Christ.